Hey, first try. All right. Okay. We good? I hope so. <laughs> How come Gabe gets his name, but I don't get my name? Shut up, guest. <laughs> <laughs> Why weren't we recording for that? I did. Like, I can do it again. Do it. Do it again. No, 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 no please no, don't no. make. I won't no, be able to. Craig is recording. Craig is recording. It's all Craig good. Craig is recording. Right, yes, Craig we have got it. Hey, got it. it. Okay, good. Okay, okay, okay. Clap sync. <laughs> all right, all right. Clap sync. Three, two, one. Now, dear listener, nice. you're probably looking at this and you're like, another Elden Ring episode? And yes, motherfucker, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the noise. Bring the noise. It's the Elden Ring farewell episode. And <laughs> may or may not be the last Elden Ring episode we'll ever do. There'll probably be one in two years when I finally finish this game that I'll do. Like, you're like yo, myself. guys, what about Just the you Elden by Beast? Yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. That could happen. Dude, we should yeah. do that. Welcome. Yeah. It is yeah. the... Tyranny of Thumbs Gaming Podcast, where we play a game each week, and then we talk about it. Or sometimes we play something so massive that it takes months to finish, which is the case with Elden Ring. We are joined this week by McCoy, Hi. James, Raphael. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just it, up it out there. No. Spitfire, <laughs> Spitfire, keep God going. Damn it. It's going don't. so well. It, We're also joined by pseudo member slash guest. I don't know. McCoy called her a guest at some point. Elena. Hello. Oh, that's only funny if I edit in the original joke. Okay, somebody make a note. Fuck. I'm getting, I don't have my phone. It's okay. I got it. Okay. It's up here. And then this week, we've got a very special. You you guys back home, or you listeners, I say back home, but mm -hmm. you listeners have been asking for him forever. We see your YouTube comments. We see your Instagram <laughs> it's comments. It's actually true. It's actually true. Yeah. We've got yeah. Gabe in the house this week. Hey. Welcome back, Gabe. I used to be a full-time member. <laughs> right. He's back from the dead. Gabe, how does it feel to be the first person who ever got demoted? That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm kidding. He was not demoted. That is, it's, it's a joke. People. I don't have to do any work now. Listen, in that way, Hell it was yeah. a promotion. To be honest, there are some weeks where I'm like, man, did Gabe make the right call? <laughs> in my eyes, 100%. Respect, bro. But hey, look, we got him in the house too, which is crazy. It's been a little minute since we've had anyone in the house, no? Like, at least for like a mm -hmm. recording session like mm -hmm. this. I think last one was Halo. Oh. We should play Halo, you guys. <laughs> but until we do that. Um, Next pod. <laughs> and that's Elden Ring. Okay, let's go play Halo. It's done. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. It's just, I don't know. It's just fun. It's just fun to be back in the atmosphere and the, have all the people and, like, shit. And, oh, it's it's going to be good. Um, but before yeah. we start, Elena, how do you feel about this door being open? Does that make you yeah, uncomfortable? Yeah, it does make me uncomfortable. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Okay, because we really got to sort everything so we can get our creative juices flowing. You know what I'm saying? So I want to make mm. sure everything... Thank you, Gabe. Damn, his legs are long, you, bro. So just <laughs> told you, I'm so that the listener knows, um, I have to go to bed early because I have to wake up early tomorrow morning. Uh, so I will be leaving at some point uh, yeah. in the podcast. And last week I had to do the same thing on Friday, which is when we're recording it. But I had two friends in town uh, from uh, down in Boston. And... Um, I turned on my computer <clears throat> shortly before going to bed because they wanted to look something up and they were legitimately mad at me for keeping the my background as just the default windows blue. <laughs> <laughs> like they 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 were offended by this. Um dude, that's a personal and thing for they, them to come up to you and say to you, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. So they like forced me to buy the wallpaper engine game on Steam. 
so that they could like oh, and yeah, then so you've been I went that. to bed. <laughs> I went to bed and gave them full access to oh, no. whatever <laughs> oh, animated wallpapers they wanted to put onto my This is a uh, great computer. Idea. <laughs> yeah, I like this. I I knew that I would probably have to change them with that power and I woke up to um a Outer Worlds. Well, I have three monitors because I shouldn't have three monitors. Um, I tell an Outer day. Worlds one, a uh, Ori in the Blind Forest one, mm-hmm. and a animated like pretty cool like steampunk ramen shop oh. pixel art thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I expecting like, you to just say hentai for all three. I was also going to go yeah, with right? big anime titties yeah. for all of them. I mean, what about tasteful anime titties? They're actually they're, hard to find. They're really cool. Nice. Yeah, they're really cool, actually. I, I, I approve of them, uh, except for one thing, which is that um, it turns out animated desktops, if I leave them visible, are extremely distracting to my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, that tracks. And so every single thing that I do, I now have to also hide all of my desktops behind, like, just static windows. Um, Do any of them have uh, audio that goes with them? Because that can get annoying too. Oh my god! Uh, no, I, I vetoed that. Yeah, you can get call. audio That's that disgusting. goes with your desktop background. Yep. Isn't that the worst idea you've ever heard? It, yeah, pretty much. It's just so okay. Like, wait, here's um, this is like the most tasteful thing I can think in my head. It's like you're at like a, a diner, right? But it's like sunset. There's not many other clients there. This is the wallpaper, right? And then there's just yeah. a jukebox playing quietly in the back. Is that yeah. is it like that or is it just like yo? I have the happy birthday song. And just it can, be, it can be anything. I have no idea. I'm imagining it's either that or going to someone's MySpace page circa 2006. <gasps> yes. 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 What a vibe. Um, oh, fuck, oh my god, dude. so much emo music. Green Day, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> fuck yeah. Fucking Green Day. I remember trying to. Hey, My, my Chemical Romance came back la- yesterday. They released a new yeah, single released yesterday. Yeah, they released a song. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Was it good? Was it like did it? Did it? It it did transport me back to my my high school days. That's for sure. As soon as I looked, I was like, "Oh God, where's my black eyeliner?" Shit. <laughs> I didn't listen to it, but also like Kendrick Lamar dropped an album, and then Tom York and Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead like dropped an album today. Hmm. It's kind of a crazy week for music. Indeed. Yo, <clears throat> guys, I have the best segue. Okay. Right, because we're lost. We're aboard a ship. The seas are wild, right? And they're taking us all sorts of crazy directions. But you see, it's fun, and we love that. But also, there's Elden Ring. And here's the connection. Mm. Music, right? Mm. There is the sickest Elden Ring clip I found this morning that we all have to watch live on this shit. I don't care. It's like 10 live seconds Live on the podcast? Okay. Live on the Tell podcast. Me. I'll tell the people at home what they have to watch also. It is oh my God. the fucking most epic thing I've ever seen. Okay? It's a Reddit post. Okay. Yeah. Right in tyrannyofthumbs at gmail.com if you think that every time McCoy does this it's a bad idea (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love it Um, but we will do it we will do it just this time okay so do I actually stream it or do we 3, 2, 1 it what do you think because what's safer let's let's 3, 2, 1 it safer than 3, 2, 1 we don't want to garble the audio Mm. okay I don't know what that will do so go to Elden Hint bro it's on on our uh, private discord and then okay it's titled this. If Elden Ring was directed by Michael Bay. Let's see how loud uh, this is. Yep. I didn't get this one. Do you see this one? Yes. Oh. 
I don't hear it though. All right, count us down. Wait, well, where's the audio? <laughs> okay, I don't know if you can get. I don't know. It's a recording thing. No. <laughs> ah! Can we seriously not listen to the audio on this on my computer? That's all. I'll just. I'll just do fake live reacts. <laughs> This is already such a train wreck. Just pull it up on a phone so that the the listeners at home can also hear it. It's just the jankiest shit. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Don't do that. I'm I got kidding. It. We're in. We're in. We're in. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> people, pull this up. All right. Again, like I said, it's called If Elden Ring was directed by Michael Bay. Credits to at Soonhee Legend. I don't Perhaps. know. Did my best. Um. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. Count us Let's down. Let's go. Me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, click. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> That's so good. Come on! That's pretty fucking good, right? What the fuck? Yeah, that's the official soundtrack of Elden Ring in that. Yep. Lincoln Park, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what I know. It's just like, oh. And, and like they do the like cuts to black and everything, like to the beat, and it's just like there's a rune arc in the bathroom. It's uh, in the background. It's of In the bathroom. In the bathroom, yeah. yeah it's actually a bathroom. Did yeah. you say hentai? Um but no. Um <laughs> God damn it, people. Um but yeah, it's it's a, just a really amazing, like edited, epic fight um between what is that? Radagon? Radagon. Thank mm-hmm. God. Um Radagon fighting someone with his hammer, dodging his shit, and then using the hammer move at the exact same time for this epic fucking slowdown. Oh, it's so good. So, you know, Elden... Listen, and I think that's where we started, guys. Um, So not only does that take us to Elden Ring, but I did want to mention, guys, this game has had a fucking lifespan. Like, has anyone else, like, all these other games went in an instant, bro. Like, Gabe, like, no, no hurt feelings, but Dying Light was dead in a week. But this game... No, listen. Definitely was not. No, no, no. Not entirely, but, like... It couldn't have the late game that this game has. It's a sing- it's a single player game, and oh, I yeah. thought I thought this game was going to be just the same. You know what I mean? Like the games that people enjoy for like a month and then they're done. But this game has just like continued in such a crazy way. Like, has anyone been following like the Reddits and like fucking that? Like you do the Reddit, the Reddits. <laughs> well, there's multiple. I don't mean like the Reddits. It's just like a, a new kids been on the Reddit. Yeah, exactly. Did you find the Reddit? Oh, like that, that poor, yeah, that poor, yeah, that poor Instagram commenter who was like, "Please stop saying the Outer Wilds. Oh, it's yeah. not the I Outer Wilds." I will never, oh I will never God. stop saying the Outer Wilds. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> that's the name of the game. Did you guys see my response to him? I'm quite with the chaotic neutral response of the Outer Wilds. I just wrote the Outer Wilds, and that's all. He was like, "You motherfucker." If we get a one-star Apple review after that, earned. I'll be like, yeah. that was the Instagram comment. Guys, if that happens, listen, that would not be the first review that I want to frame. For real. Like, we have to frame that one that was talking about my trash takes, you guys. Seriously. I think yeah, about that do. to this day, we and do. it makes me smile. Oh, For real. so good. Oh, that's some real deep podcast lore. But seriously, we should have that framed. Like, that should be on a trophy mm-hmm. or something. Oh God! It, McQuaid, it's literally on your trophy. I know, it's but sitting on your desk right I now. I want the exact tweet. You know okay. what I mean? Like sorry, I want the I'm full. I'm so text. sorry. I'll work on that for next year. <laughs> My bad. I just I want a I want a little screenshot, and guys, it's a five star now, so we'll have to like Photoshop the stars <laughs> to make it feel like it used to. I don't know. No, but seriously, oh. I did want to talk about that because, and I didn't mean to throw shade at Dying Light. It was a really fun game, but I just mean like, have you been surprised with the legs of this game? Like. 
surely people would be uh, done with it by now, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. Definitely surprised by how much I've been playing it. Uh, tell us how much you've been playing it. This is live exclusive. <laughs> Gabe has recently found out this fact that just yesterday, congratulations, Elden Ring became the most played game of all of yours on Steam, that surpassing Counter Strike, which like that's a different conversation for another day. Yup. Holy cow! I'm not but- proud of my history. <laughs> 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 so you know, okay, let's start with this. We're not gonna get to exact numbers, but how many characters have you beaten the game on? Uh, four separate characters, and then one of them I beat New Game Plus. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. are you for real? I beat this game one time in this time. Dude, this game is easy. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. You're hurting my feelings. I tried so hard. Dude, I literally tried so hard to beat this game, and I did, by the way, and I'm happy to announce that. But I got will so say, far. <laughs> but in the end. <laughs> but like, yeah. Um, no, for real, like. Literally, this is how you know. The day after I beat the game, not only was Gabe messaged me a ton of trash because I haven't beat Millennia yet, but <laughs> <laughs> outside of that, I literally got sick instantaneously for like a day, which is some shit I remember from like finals period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. stress to the body where your body's like, okay, I'm going to get you through this, man, and we're going to live. But I want you to know on the other side, we're going to have to deal with some of the shit that you've accumulated. <laughs> And that is exactly what happened. Your body was flushing all the Elden Ring toxins out. Exactly. But Mm. in that time, I am literally watching, and I was occasionally watching, the stream of Gabe playing this game. Like an MMO. Like, I'd be calling him, like, hey, Gabe, how you doing? He'd be like, oh, hey. And almost in, like, not quite in the same way that James will do it, but he'll be, like, talking to you and then just press the stream button without saying anything. (laughs) Just be like, this is what I'm up to, which I love. But you were doing that too, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Gabe is holding a full conversation with me while dumpstering bosses. I struggled with like, "What is happening?" <laughs> it was, it's crazy to watch. It's crazy to watch, man. Do you think? Mm. And I've been telling this to everyone. This is my home theory. Do you think this is because you were treating this kind of like an MMO, like more? Yeah, I was thinking about that because at first when you said that, I was like, "That's kind of a weird take," but it does kind of make sense given the uh, big open world and the fact that like making a more characters is like so easy. And there's just, like, so many different kind of play styles now to do it that it does kind of make sense to figure it as, like, an MMO with, like, different character classes or whatever. It feels like that, doesn't it? Like, mm-hmm. you have alts, and people use these terminology. Like, they talk about twinks, which is, like, people that you keep at a certain level. It's a really crazy term. Yeah. But you keep at a certain level um, so that you can PvP there. Yep. And people do that. Like, they do that at um, 80, 125, 150, and apparently 240's coming, <laughs> which is nuts. Um, but yeah, like people have builds and they have like all sorts of different characters and alts. And I feel like you were the first person to show me that alts were happening and watching you play the game a second time after you'd beaten already and just literally beeline, like literal beeline to exactly where you need to go Yep, was just like, oh my God, like you'd run through Lyrenia of the Lakes and it was like nothing to you. It was like, yeah, it's big technically, but like, in fact, <laughs> do, okay, that's the, that's the real question. Does Elden Ring even feel big to you? I, oh yeah okay yeah i mean it still feels big but it's it definitely a different feeling when you have pretty much seen everything and know where to go and what you want mm-hmm. and granted mm-hmm. i still do a lot of like the you know optional mm-hmm. content because it's still fun and just to maximize getting souls mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it's it's easier now that like you know what to do and where to go versus your first playthrough where you're like what the fuck am i doing literally what the fuck mm-hmm. am i because doing? because it's a it's a from software game so the direction is vague as shit <laughs> It's so vague, bro. That, like, 
I have looked up, I will look up every single quest now forever. Like, it's just like, what yeah. is the point of not looking up the quest? It's like, okay, you talk to him here and you'll find him behind this bush. And I'm like, dude, you put a bush in front of this guy? You are such a dick. Like, what the fuck? You've just been at the bonfire? <laughs> no, there is literally a quest where straight up, it's actually, um, I think it's Millicent. It's like you go to like the stargazing bonfire and you look over to your left and there's just one single shrub which brocks your line of sight from spawning and her. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You know that was intentional. I hate you, wow. why? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's just the way they wanted it to be. Like maybe yeah. you'd see a message or something. I mean, that's like one of my main gripes with this game and pretty much the whole series is like the quest design is unique, very vague, <laughs> and easily missable or uh failable like yeah mm -hmm. you can just progress mm -hmm. the game and be like oh i already failed this quest without even knowing it i did that already by the way for some shit that i'm trying to find and i'm like do i really have to oh, play yeah. another character to do volcano manager oh shit? yeah dude. i do i do until they get you mm -hmm. but it, yeah wait it, it locks off like whole parts of content of the game mm -hmm. not like not like huge chunks of content, but mainly like just like story stuff, like side story stuff, oh, and okay. uh, like re any rewards you would want from doing it. But like the rewards you want from doing mm. it, because it's Elden Ring, and one of the things they did so incredibly was they took amazingly interesting things and they just scattered them across the lands. Yeah. And right. knowing that, it's like at first when you're yeah, like when you're new, it's fucking nuts. You're like, oh my god, I did the hardest dungeon of my life, and I got what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Can I even use this? Should I be using this? I have no idea what the fuck this is. And at first you kind of read things over. And I, I, t I prided myself at first for reading every item. And then I was like, I'm literally stopping every 48 seconds to just look at this fucking... You well, know. unfortunately, that's also how you learn about the lore of the game. Yeah. It's all through item descriptions. No, it's through YouTube videos. Well, that too. <laughs> After the fact. That's what it is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true, though. I feel like... After I played Dark Souls 1, I watched, like, a lore video of somebody, like, playing through Dark Souls but explaining the lore of it. And they're like, if you go, you'll notice you picked up this one item. And if you go into the item description, it talks about so-and-so and how he lost his hand. And it's really sad. And then he turned into the Scarlet Rot. And then the, out of the Scarlet Rot bloomed a wonderful but deadly butterfly and you're just like jesus christ yeah like, i don't yeah y'all see story points where it's like as it says on this shield i saw the dude i was watching i think it was a vat vidja or i don't do you remember that like the vv guy yeah. from he's like famous from the dark Souls series i don't know his name but he's famous people will know um he did a lore explain video and he was citing items like exactly on the bottom of the video i was like dude that is awesome <laughs> that's how they tell the story work, bro mm -hmm. <laughs> respect uh, but yeah, honestly, like, and, and it's funny to me because people like would always ask me like, like, what's going on? And I'd be like, I, I don't think I'm supposed to know. And I fully accepted that. Like I'm in full fight or flight mode. I'm like, I know how to kill lobsters. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the story. I know how to fucking survive. It's like that meme where it's like that guy, like bring that like Russian armored helmet. And he's like, I don't know who I am or where I am. All I know is that I must kill. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly. So like, and that's and that's just the way the game is. But dude, on second characters, man, I've started a couple other characters, and I have done, I have gone fucking balls deep on the research for rune farming. I am one of the most educated people in the world on rune farming because I've watched like fifteen videos. 
And because I don't think there's that much competition. <laughs> but it is useful as a strat. Like, it is a legitimately useful thing. And there is a spot in this game, and I've shown a couple of you guys this, it's awesome, where literally three of the best room farming opportunities all exist at the same place. And it just depends on, like, what build you have. Like, if you have faith, you can use this, like, incredible faith weapon to just literally wave of gold the whole, like, encampment of enemies, basically. I mean, it's like a, you know, it's a road. It's like a hill. An encampment. Sure. And you get just 50,000 souls just like that. Nice. Reload. Let's do it again. And, okay, side benefit. It looks fucking awesome when you do it. It is, like, just boom. Just 2,000, 2,000, 2,000, 2,000, 2,000. In fact, even 3,000 if you really want to like optimize that build. I don't. I'm good. Gold Scarab, baby. Yeah, Gold Scarab. That gives you more souls. And then there's also a bird cheese you can do where you can like shoot this bird. So keep in mind, this is all in Mog's place. M-O-H-G or something like this. Um, and it's actually like a quest that you can get to via the, the White Mask Var, the guy you see at the very, very beginning of the game. You can actually, like, use that quest line, which is, like, invading people, and it's, like, getting the blood of a maiden, which you, since you don't have a maiden, you were supposed to kill your maiden to join this cult, but you don't have to kill your maiden. You can actually go back to um, the beginning of the game via the four belfries, teleporters, and you can go back, and you can pick up, there's a dead maiden there, and you can just drench the, the cloth in her blood, and that is actually acceptable. Um, and then you go to him, and he pulls your finger off, Literally, wait, 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 wait. What, what the fuck is going on with the blood of maidens in yeah, this game? Yeah, I also was. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know this part of the lore. What the? What the fuck is that? Look, I man, think, you gotta take it up with Miyazaki. <laughs> I think it's a religious thing. I don't know. Look, the point is, it's it's a sign that you have dedicated yourself to this like evil ritual, and to this evil. All like, I know is they're like a cult of blood or something. Yeah, and they okay, have some but like, weapons. <laughs> Like, the blood of maidens has some other cultural significance in our world, you know? Like, you that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> There's a lot of not... stuff in this that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, I don't know if that pertains to menstruation, but you know what? Bioshock did it, so I... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. I love that. Let's go. So okay. Wait, sorry. He pulls your finger off. He pulls your finger off, and that's See, like that. It's also messed up. That's actually what you end up using for invading people in PvP. Is your own finger. Ew. That's the bloody finger. Um, but oh, anyway, that's your finger. Yeah, oh. and it's infinite invasion. Holy so like, shit. you gotta get that shit. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> totally uh, worth gotcha. it. Totally worth it. Um, but yeah. So you do that, and then he gives you this item, and he says, "Hey, this is for when you want to meet with like the Lord of Blood, but don't do it yet." And you're like, okay. And so then, like the good little boy you are, you don't use that item for, you forget about it and it's gone. I mean, it's in a sea of other items. It's like 14 scrolls past. Like you, you never, you're never seeing that again. But it turns out you can actually just use that right in his face. Like, sorry, bitch. And you just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not waiting for shit. And it'll send you to this place. And this place is so fucking over level for where you are. Cause you can do this like very early in the game. And so you're just in this late game area. And if you can just trick a couple enemies to fall off a ledge, you're rich. <laughs> like, the end. Um, so anyways, mm. I say all this just to say I've become a blacksmith amongst our friend group because I have figured out ways to rune farm that get me so much money that I can buy all the upgrade materials and people can hand me their weapons and I can be like, plus 24, there you go. I will say I would never have seen you being a rune farmer. 
mm-hmm. in a Souls game. Mm-hmm. How far you've fallen. So here's what it is, bro. <laughs> it's because runes support my habit. And my habit is trying new you weapons. You mean your addiction? My addiction, mm-hmm. which is trying new weapons at plus 24. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> That's fair. I want to see what they fucking do. So I have, like... I swear to God, I'm going to have every weapon in the game plus 24 <laughs> if I don't stop myself. Like, I just, I love seeing their damage output and seeing how useful they are. And I have spots where I test them, like, test them on Yeti. I'll test them on this guy down here. I'll test them on this knight over here. And I do it with all my characters. And it's a really good sense of test strength. And, uh... I just go back to using dual Nagakibas. They're amazing. Those <laughs> things are actually good. Yeah, you have to use actually good weapons sometimes. That's actually what I was telling Zoe earlier when I was talking about builds. I was like, so this build works if you use, like, three talismans. The problem is the fact that you have to dedicate three talismans to make this garbage <laughs> weapon kind of good is not a good thing. The unfortunate not part optimal. is unless you're, like, god-tier skill, you'll just get dumpstered by rivers of blood. Mm-hmm. You will. I want to use rivers of blood, but now the community hates it so much I can't bring myself to use it. <laughs> Look, because I know Don't why be... they use it. They hate it because people spam it. It was one of the early Ashes of War that people could literally just full kill you with. And if you didn't know how to handle it, um, you die. And you die a horrifying death. It has incredible range, and you can roll straight into it. And then it has up-close hitboxes, too. And you're just fucking ruined. I still roll into Rivers of Blood and die sometimes. Because I'm like, oh, there's no hitbox in there. Oh, fuck, there is. I forgot. Um, And, like, that's fine. But, dude, with the second you get a couple items that are, like, or, like, moves that you know can dumpster that... I destroy rivers of blood people. Like, fuck them. You want to spam that slow ash of war in front of me? I will kill you. And and that's the way it should be. The problem is just that it's very powerful and it's very skill-less to just kind of, like, spam it. It's Especially, very smooth brain. It's very smooth brain. As they say, mm. you, you only need a couple of neurons firing, which is L2. And that's what they... No, that's what it is, which is just the special move. But the thing is, you'd invade people. The special move. Oh, oh right. God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, James. No, I didn't mean that. Um... Okay, well, <clears throat> and this was the last episode. We <laughs> 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 went out with a bang. Um, but no, like, you would invade, like, two people, and they'd both be, like, dual rivers of blood katanas, and you're like, I'm in for a bad time. <laughs> like, if they <laughs> yep. stack these properly, there is no dodge window. I will get fucked. Um, but mm. the thing is, it's it's just a, a, a move that is so powerful that it can kill people, and it is effective, and it bleed is great, and all these things are good. But there are counters. Like, when you become a good player, I think you can deal with rivers of blood more often than you cannot, um, unless you get caught. And I think at that point, I actually want to use Rivers of Blood and use it skillfully instead of the same ways that these guys use it. And I want to see if it's even more powerful still. And I'm not sure, but I'd, excuse me, I'd like to try it. Because it's like, you don't use just Ashes of War in PvP unless you have a build that's like actually made around that, and that's actually quite strong, um, and it's kind of new meta. But like generally, as a katana, you don't just use your shit all the time. You throw out pokes. You try to roll catch. You do, like, running, like, rolling attacks at people. You dodge their stuff and try to, like, catch them. Like, you do these sorts of moves in your combat, and then you pull out Rivers of Blood when they really fuck up. Like, they go for an Estus. Now you're fucking gone, bro. And so that's how I want to use it. And I think people would not understand that I'm using it skillfully and would just shit on me. <laughs> but, um, and have no respect. But, but I want to. And I feel the same way about the Moonveil. People are like, Moonveil spammer's so bad. I'm like, I love the Moonveil. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it's so beautiful. It does so much damage. And it has such a beautiful range that melee people don't have. It's, 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 it's a dream. 
However, in PvP at late game, if you build around it, it does just laser beam your health bar. Like, it is... It's strong. It's strong in PvP. But it's a skillful weapon. So, so I had a question in yeah. regards to weapons in PvE, not necessarily PvP. But did you guys feel that there was a point in the game where simply being like a melee character was not enough and that you needed to infuse ashes of war or like get specific sorceries to be able to defeat certain bosses or do you think this game is friendly enough where you could just do a full strength melee build the entire time and be okay well as somebody who did a full strength melee build you went full strength <laughs> yeah yeah specifically like that was my first playthrough yeah. was just was just strength uh, it's definitely doable. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what Miyazaki is... wants you to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I like, said, Raphael, didn't you also do something? Did you go? I can't quite remember what your final build was. Yeah, I, I went game. with the... Was it the Giant Crusher? Yeah, which uh, sounds very strength-like. It is. Bunga yeah. bunga is the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so anyway, like, in, in the lore of the game, like, uh, when you level up, she says, shall I turn your runes into strength, not other stats? Therefore, you should always build strength. I saw that. Get this is the guy who's out of here. This is the guy who's on the Reddits for sure. So, so <laughs> there's many different answers to your question. I think we're getting at some of them. But pure strength is totally viable. Oh yeah, I think <laughs> any build is technically viable. It just depends on how well you play it, and acknowledging that there's going to be some bosses that are harder than others, depending on your build. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, when I made my mage character who was second, I could dumpster a lot of the bosses, but like Renala. Right. For instance, is a little bit harder because she's highly resistant to magic, whereas on melee characters you just run in just like unga bunga. Yeah, easy. she's t she's like free. Yeah, on melee, Not so free, easy. But... but yeah, where like mage, where you're casting spells at her and she's like highly resistant to it, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. Um, and same with uh, oh, who's the second character? Which uh, one? Like the blood guy, the Estelle. Estelle, oh, yeah. Estelle. I see what you mean. Oh, the second person who's resistant to magic. Yeah, yeah. Estelle's yeah. very resistant to magic as well. And then, like, even kind of similar with, like, uh, uh, Millennia, mm -hmm. where she's not necessarily resistant to magic, but if you're kind of in, like, this phase with her where she's, like, super aggro, she doesn't really leave you a lot of room to, like, cast spells. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that can be hard. Mm. It's right. just, like, you kind of pick your battles with, like, okay, I'll be, I'll be better in this regard, but maybe a little bit weaker in this other regard. And, but the. But, Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, because I've always also just been curious thinking about it, where I think I was stuck in the mindset for the longest time of wanting to just choose one early game weapon and using that the whole game through, because that's how I did Dark Souls 1. Right. Was just, you know, long sword all the way through. And I think about it, I'm like, it, would it be possible to do long sword, like fully upgrade long sword all the way through, or would it matter to... Like, do they really just want you to be infusing these Ashes of War into a longsword and making it more than what it is than just a standard longsword? Yeah. You know? Like, I really haven't seen many... Many longsword I, I... <laughs> Well, I was, I was gonna say, like, I just haven't seen, like, many mm. people, like, just do a basic one. And that just might be because there's just so much this game has to offer in the realm of combat and stuff to do that just doing longsword all the way through just is boring. And, like, why would you want to do that in the first place? But it just makes me curious if it's, like... I'm sure it's possible, but also, like... But is it good? Is Yeah, is a fully upgraded longsword going to just 
you have to hit the final bosses like 300 times to actually get the damage down or not. I've, yeah. I've just always been curious. So the thing is, well, there's like many different sections to this, but the first is that, first of all, the long sword in particular is for some reason like pretty good. <laughs> like overall, it's like actually, because there's some, there's some weapons there early on that actually do fall off. Because this, I feel like, is the first Dark Souls game where it like, it feels like two Dark Souls games are like slapped on top of each other and the numbers get so high, like you do want the numbers in your favor in late game. You know what I mean? When you're facing final mm. bosses. Oh, especially late game. A lot of complaints from people is like the the difficulty jump from like the capital to like the mountaintops is like insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I do want to put this all in perspective. And this is what I think makes this game so beautiful. You, okay, sorry. Um, it's that people beat this game level one with a fucking mace or some shit or a fucking hammer or a club or whatever the fuck that thing is called. And so, okay, I'm not expecting us to do that. <laughs> that's stupid. Why would you do that? Like, that's unless you want to. But, like, that's a lot of investment of time and effort and skill and practice. And if that's what you want to do, no, more power to you. But for us, right, probably not it. So it's worth thinking, like, okay, that is really cool. It is really cool to know that if I really do land my Dark Souls mechanics and I play it at like an incredibly high level, it is possible for everything. All builds are viable. But we are human beings. And so this is why the community recommends Vigor to everyone. They are, they are on the Vigor train and they've never stopped. But the reason is because you get hit a lot in this game. <laughs> and I think the reason why is because either you're going strength build and you're trading, and that's actually a advantage you or you're playing a dex character and you are completely overrun by the amount of movesets you need to remember it's like <laughs> holy fucking shit there's so many enemies and you're like oh my god and you fight them all in these different ways and so you're just gonna get hit sometimes and in this game though and, and people have talked about this before but but bigger is very 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 good um and i'm usually like an anti-trend type person i don't like the fact that people just scream at you there's always like fucking just disgusting memes on life people are like i'm the vigor check and it's like in pvp and you like summon them and then they hit you with a giant crusher yep. <laughs> and they buff it and if they hit you with one shot and kill you then they like teabag you or something because you're supposed to have more vigor and that's like the whole point of their like their fuck it's it's like these zealots for the idea of vigor and i'm like you can get the fuck away from my stats but also they make a good point it's a great stat and i feel like putting a lot into that really changes the game because you get so many fucking flasks like so many flasks Mm -hmm. it's not like oh i have six flasks it's like i have 14 flasks what am i 12 yeah 14 that's a lot i mean to put it one way like on my my main character when i beat the game the first time i ended up with 60 vigor which was perfect and i beat new game plus all the way through without adding any more yeah yeah so i just want more damage and it worked out um obviously there's Mm -hmm. also like defensive talismans and armor and all that but Vigor is, like, it's important. Yeah. But um, it depends on, like, how much you want to dip into it. Because, obviously, more is better. But if you're the type of player that would rather just, like, dip into a few points so that you don't get one shot, but then just be, like, more evasive, yeah, then you can take those extra points and put them in, like, damage or something. But then, here's the key, right? That kind of is who you are going to be. Like, when yeah. you're tired on a fucking Thursday and you're fighting this boss, you better fucking hit your rolls, kid. Yeah, no, you need to, you need to acknowledge <laughs> what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, as far as longswords, I can see it going two ways of either longsword and shield, which is very viable. Agreed. 
or dual long swords, which I imagine would work. I've just never done it. I don't think it's that good. It's okay. I guess it it's depends viable, on like what but... weapons you're using. I've never really looked at long swords that much, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it's like I would rather just do a wield like great swords. Yeah. Or now colossal weapons. <laughs> <laughs> but so it is viable. However, um, a lot of the the actual the numbers of the game are really against that playstyle. Um, just because like what it takes to go into faith to get a little bit of faith is like nothing like you start with like i don't know your random class has eight faith if you go to like 12 you start to get all these like buff resistance things and they're just so useful and then you're like wait a minute i could go a little bit more into faith and then they create these avenues for you to be like hey you're in dex and faith huh you can do this and it'll be powered by both and so they're like and usually it's more strength faith but still like they try to really suggest to you, hey, what if you kind of dual-classed a little bit? Like, dual-treed. I mean, that's, it seems like that's what they wanted since they gave you the ability to respec mm-hmm. in this game easily. A so, bunch of times. Yeah, so it seems like they definitely were like, hey, you know, try things out. Mm-hmm. See what, what fits you best, what you like the most. Yeah. I've used way too many of those, and I love it. But, But, yeah, so, like... I think it's really viable. In fact, James was doing it, um, and I think doing really well. Um, sort yeah, of- I mean, I, I so I, I I've pretty much just used long swords. I mean, the the main long sword for the entire game. I picked up the um the one that um puts enemies to sleep because that felt right. ridiculously Saint overpowered. Trina's. But it's yeah. But it's like it's like the same move set, so I I don't I can't really tell the difference in damage. I think my base longsword does a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I also I put an uh, an ash of war on it. Um, I think it's like the frost stomp one because that one felt very strong. Hoarfrost stomp. Um, yeah. Is that what it's called? Hoarfrost yeah. stomp. Yeah. H O A R. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frost, yeah. The infamous um, speedrunning one. Yeah, in patched. Is it yeah. really? Yeah, it's been balanced. Well, it was. Yeah, it's been changed. Uh, it's strong, but weaker now. Yeah. It was like, yo, um, check me one-shot this boss. <laughs> like, <laughs> like bullshit at one point. And I... So I, I didn't ever, like, trust in the buff train. I, I know that it's, like, strong, but I feel like I don't want to, in the middle of a boss fight, like, have to run away and reapply my buffs. I was the same way. And be, like, oh, yeah. like pushing my glasses up on my nose. And being <laughs> like, all right, so you, you push the the left D-pad, like, one time and then, like, scroll through with your top D-pad and then, like, buff here and then run away and then buff here and then run away. Okay, now I'm at max damage, and then like go back in. It's like, no, you're dead. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or you will be eventually. Um, or you're at least on the back foot and have to S this now. Like, right. Cycling through spells right. is a nightmare. It's terrible. No, and listen, um, I will say, guys, I want to I want to put this out here on this platform right now. I am the number one proponent of buff builds. I am. I literally love them. Love them with with basically like ninety eight percent of all of my being, because. Mm-hmm they make your sword glow dude different colors <laughs> and it's awesome and there's lighting effects and it is just oh 
God, it looks if cool. If you like... listen to any of our previous podcasts that involve swords, McCoy is all about the glowy swords. Yeah. He was like that is Sensenua yeah. as well. sword has RGB now. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's for a, real. The, the light that emits out of a magical sword is something that truly is the most beautiful light I've ever seen. It just I've hits different. Seen. And I've never seen it, right? It doesn't exist. I mean, but everything from lightsabers to like, you know, the Lord of the Rings dagger, right? Oh, all of these mm. glows are just truly incredible. And so I will just tell you, as the person who thinks that's like that one of his favorite builds in the game, buff builds are awful. <laughs> so <laughs> and you, you should not play them. them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you shouldn't. Like, dude, when you're playing PvP, even in PvP, it's fucking lame. You literally sit there and you summon someone. You bow and then they just go like buff, buff, buff. <laughs> buff and you just do the like fucking like waiting on you emoji like just sitting there like fuck you dude and dude i've watched people do that there's this one called flame grant me strength where you take this fire and you shove it into your soul and it gives you uh what attack power and fire damage so like if you're using blood flame blade it would actually give you physical damage boost and fire damage boost which is like a really great thing it only lasts for 25 seconds i've seen people literally use the buff do their sequence not knowing that it's the one that lasts for 25 seconds not doing it last and then watching it and i just literally take a couple steps back and it falls off before the fight even starts it's like you suck dude you fucking blow like what are you doing and oh so my god so it's really embarrassing and they give you this right as a pve player before a lot of fights and it's kind of fun in pve to be like almost witcher style like you look around the corner and you use your telescope and you're like i see it's the lobster it's time to kill them their weakness is this <laughs> and then you're like buff 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 and you're like i'm gonna go fuck this lobster up. totally get that and like boss bosses give you that a little bit where it's like that fog gate right before you can do all your buffs and stuff like that. But then the second you're in the fight, you're like, I really fucking wish my whole build did not revolve around buffs because you have to turn them back on. Well, unless it's, it's so like, what are like the handful of bosses where you walk in, there's a cutscene and it puts you right in front of the boss at the end of the cutscene. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, it's fun. I was it watching you stream that and stream those builds and like, the whole time I was like, this is not, this no. does not make any sense. Like, no. you should not be doing this. Dude, I was triggered even just using one buff. Like, Blood Flame, I was like, dude, this sucks. <laughs> it does suck. Mind yeah. You. And the, I think the worst part is, so I recently started my own, after, basically, like, we beat the game, and, like, the next, maybe the like, same day, I was like, great, I'm gonna start my own playthrough now. Um... And we were, like, going through starting classes together, being like, what should I choose? Would I do this one or this one? And, like... I don't know how we decided that, like, yeah, I should just go for the exact same thing we mm -hmm. had just done. The, like, fucking Faith Dex build mm -hmm. that we had already, like, during McCoy's first playthrough, we specced out of it. Because it was, like, it just becomes unwieldy. Like, you can't, mm -hmm. you Annoying. can beat Millennia like that. I'm sure it's possible. Watch me do it. But, like, but you didn't do it, McCoy. Did you not. did not do try. it. We, I didn't even try. We specced out of it and into something else because it's impossible. But so I literally started my own playthrough making the exact same mistake and yeah. then got, I don't know, I'm not that far into it, but immediately I'm already like, I'm like, I don't want to fucking deal with this shit. I'm Lane just, it. I'm, I picked the wrong starting class, but I'm just going to go strength. I'm just, it's happening. McCoy beat Millennia in my game before he beat it in his. <laughs> well, yeah, because three, pe three person was easy. Assisting you guys was easy. Easy, easy. There was a moment where Milena was going straight on me, and Gabe was like, McCoy, you have to live. And I was like, 
I've literally been training all day on this. Like, and I'm just like hitting blood out steps back forth. I'm like, this. There's nothing she gets surprised. I just wanted you to see the victory screen, bro. I understand that. Thank you. Um, I did end up killing her, and I died to Scarlet Rot right afterwards because <laughs> I was out of Estes Flask, and I just literally sat there and I was like, oh my god, I'm fucking dead. And then I, the thought occurred to me, I could menu to a Ballas to get the rod off, and then I died. Like, I didn't even do it. I just thought about it. <laughs> I just thought it through. Um, yeah. But, like, so so that's the thing. Like, faith is cool. Um, and there's so many things that don't involve buffs in faith. And, like, stacking buffs. Stacking buffs is, like, I learned it's, it's an obsession with the stat sheet. Because, dude, I was getting weapons with uh, attack ratings of over 1,000 for a dex weapon. You know how fast I can swing that thing? That thing is like a lightsaber. It's like zoom, zoom, just ruining people's lives. But it's like for 15 seconds. <laughs> and that's annoying as fuck. Because, like, I realized my whole playstyle was, like, reacting to the boss and seeing what they were doing. And I would will I'd be willing to skip, like, four phases of attacks just to make sure I was attacking in the right opportunity. That's all my fucking buffs. They're just gone. I didn't do anything. No, um, no, I did, a, I did a build on a dex guy based around uh, Black Flame. And that shit lasts, like, 10 seconds. It sucks. Maybe less, bro. It's awful. Oh my god, it's horrible. So I gave that up. I was like, we were literally at a sandwich shop, and you were like, I'm doing a Black Flame build, and I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. To hear that. Because <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> on paper, I was like, dude, this sounds awesome, man. Like, you do more damage based on how much health the boss has, and then I learned that, yeah, it lasts like 10 seconds, and mm-hmm. it's just agony. <laughs> just constantly have to rebuff it. and like i buff it and the boss like flies away and i'm like fuck it's literally agony so actually in that case i would make the argument that just longsword shield is better than the buff build yeah (laughs) also because you can parry some bosses the buff build is nice for for adventuring in pve like you run across some poison you got cure poison you run across some magic you've got a magic defense and i think you can get a lot of this by going into the faith tree it's just that i think People have a compulsion, myself included, that you have to use the things that are in your tree. Like, I have to use this buff. I have hella faith. I gotta use it. You don't have to use it. Just use lightning bolt, bro. Just hit that kid in the face with the lightning bolt. Come on, it's all good. Um, So, yeah. So, I would just say, like, it is viable, but it is a bit lonely. It's a long game. And there's a lot of really cool spells and stuff. And uh, so far, Elena's doing this this build, so she'll tell us how it goes. But right now, she's using uh, Claymore, which is, like, it's a it's a great sword that's between like straight sword great sword colossal sword right okay um so it's in the middle but it has this move called lion's claw which you just jump up into the air literally the greatest move in the entire game (laughs) watching her just hard cheese things with lion's claw is just i don't cheese things it's pure skill you gotta time it i understand that yeah i mean i killed redon first try last night This is both technically accurate and the most offensive argument I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, it's both it's both flamboyantly a lie and also totally true. So why why is it a lie? A uh, because I beat Radon last night full first try by essentially just running at him and dodging things while Gabe and Brian just double teamed him and just <laughs> rocked his world. I think I hit him like twice with lion's claw. <laughs> with lion's claw. Like when I finally got all the way, I mean, he was he was less than half health by the time I reached him, and then I think I just like lion's claw twice, and and he died. 
You almost got the last hit, and I was going to be so I proud of so you. I was so mad. Brian, if you're for some reason listening to this, I'm still mad about that. Brian stole that last hit from me, and it was mine. Brian's a train killer. Like, he saw the opportunity to take that as thing down. As far as I'm concerned, you got damage on him, it counts. I think, I, yeah, but, you know, it's not the poetic justice I was looking for. I wanted to lion's claw him to death. So here's what you got to understand, you guys. There is scaling in this game. When Gabe gets summoned into Elena's world, he loses some health. And he grows a little weaker. A lot of health. A lot of health. Yeah, it's like, and a lot of Estes. It's really sickening what they do to your health and your Estes. But there were some stats in there they didn't really touch. And Gabe You don't lose damage. Dude, what the fuck? The damage you guys can do is just disgusting. Because these these bosses, you gotta understand, right? From my understanding, it's like, okay, you summon someone. You can now 2v1 someone at the same difficulty as a single player. Right? So you're getting this 2v1, which is a giant advantage. But if you 3v1, right, like you summon two cooperators and then you go fight a boss, it gets this extra health and extra damage. I think it's there too for 2v1, but it's like not as big of a increase as 3v1. Okay. So 3v1. Because like 2v1 still feels like relatively overpowered. Like when we fought Tree Sentinel right. on one of your alts, it was like really easy. Yeah. Whereas when we did it on Elena's game with three right. of us, it was like way harder. Well, way and harder. you and Brian wouldn't let me approach. <laughs> <laughs> they they were trying to get I, we, were, we were trying we were going somewhere basically like the way i've been playing the game is i will like generally like i'll get home from work i'll maybe eat some dinner and then i'll sit down to play elden ring and i'll just get on the discord call and like we'll be in there and i'll i'll play just by myself for like as long as i reasonably want to i'll like clear out a cave or like clear out a something and like ride around and, like, until i get to like a point where i'm like okay i'm now like ready for someone else to come in here and essentially just carry me through this it, and so like if i'm like oh, okay i'm ready to like go beat ranala i'll be like all right gabe brian let's go and they'll just lead me through and just dumpster everything in front of me and i kind of just run behind them generally <laughs> is what happens and just get like just souls fly into me it's great Elena um, turned to me one time at the end of a boss fight and she said yo i'm gonna need to learn emotes because i think like i should be <laughs> right now <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, fuck, I don't remember where I was going with that. I had a really good story. It's gone. I'll it's about, it's about Brian Ranala. and Ranala. No, it wasn't Ranala. Mm-hmm. Was it Brian and Gabe coming into Damn your game it. and just farming everything in front of you? No. Was it when we were approaching Carrion Manor? I don't know and there was all the. It, there was all the, like, the big uh, blue arrows coming out of the sky. Oh, that no, one was No, but that funny. was mean. They just told me, like, all right, Elena, buckle up. We're not, you can't get on your horse for this. And then they just made me run through that shit. Well, it's not that they made you. It's oh, that by summoning them. It was, Go. I remember what it was. Okay, it nice. was, we were running through Kaled, and I was underleveled for Kaled. We were going to kill the dragon. If you don't know about it, there's a, there's a giant white dragon that just doesn't move as you just kill it. <laughs> it takes a while, but you can just kill it, and you get a lot of souls. So it's, like, it's, it's, you level. Basically, you must have a bleed weapon. So Gabe and Brian were like running me to this dragon to help me get to it. And at one point we realized that we had, because I hadn't unlocked any bonfires, we had to run past this Erdtree avatar, which is like one of the big constant bosses in the game. But it was the one with rotters. It, it basically was a really hard one. It was like very dangerous, really hard. And Brian literally was like, Elena, like, do not move. Do not approach. Gabe and I got this. <laughs> And so my job, I literally, I have a picture. We can post it to the Instagram. I'll put it in the Discord. It's me, like, 200 feet back watching them. And what would happen is this thing was so difficult because there were three of us that they would go up and one of them would inevitably die. 
they would die and then they would re-put their um, summoning sign down like 200 feet back where I was. And my job was just to run around and re-summon them and they would just then <laughs> run back in and like work on it for a while and then die. And then by that time, the next one would be back. And so I was oh just summoning them from a distance, but I was not allowed to go near it. We've got it down to a science. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty so impressive. That tree was like the second Radon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that tree was harder than Radon. That tree was harder than with Radon. That's like the hardest earth tree avatar. Yeah. <laughs> with Radon, Brian warned me before he was like, okay, Luna, like, don't get hit. Like, be careful. You're kind of like, you might, this might be dangerous for you. And so I like ran and I was like, you know, Radon like shoots things at you from really far away and you should run up. And I got hit by one and I was like, oh, it did kill me. We're good. And I just like drank an essence and just like beelined it. Yeah. So at that point, I wasn't afraid. Um, that happened to you also at the beginning of the Earth Tree Avatar fight, where you were like, okay, I do have some Estus, though. And you went in while they were doing this shenanigans, and you got a bunch of Lions Clawed off and got hit a couple times. And then you were like, okay, okay. And you kept keeping it together. Because, like, you're the host, right? So if you die, yeah. like, it's... But at the same time, you got a bunch of that hits That didn't happen in. during the Earth Tree Avatar. No, I wasn't allowed to in that. It happened during the dragons I fight. Maybe it was the dragons. I don't give a fuck about the dragons. Yeah, I'm not afraid. <laughs> before that, we also fought the gargoyle and the dragon. Yeah, we fought Dude, a lot of things. They were basically, we just rolled Boss through. rushing. It was like, they accomplished 150 hours of content. Not actually, but, like, probably 50 hours of content in, like, two hours or less. And, okay, so what's happening? I, during this time had them on i was i'm in the other room i'm on the discord call i'm watching the stream okay and then i've got my elden ring in a window on the other side and i'm just jumping off a cliff to farm runes <laughs> on one of my characters <laughs> like, and i'm literally just watching them fight it it was just oh but i so feel like good. okay that's like my eventual point is that i i watched mccoy play somewhat over 150 hours of Elden Ring to beat the game as a single player, like no summons, like just him playing the game. And I watched it. It was great. And that was like what it was like the closest thing to Dark Souls. Maybe obviously it's like triple the length of it's huge, but that was like our Dark Souls playthrough. But the fact that you can also play this game as this like insane YOLO boss rush, like MMO, bring your friends (laughs) in, just like roll through and you can kind of toggle between the two of them when you want to is really cool. And I feel like that's where this game has ended up at like a couple months in from its release is like people now are PVPing a lot, which is not something I ever want to do, but is like cool and interesting. And like there are all these builds, but then there's also like this weird, just like constant cycle of like ro- rolling through. Like I don't, the other night we were, again, we were on this Discord call and I was like, Brian was like, yo, like, we had a boss rush tonight. And I was like, nah, man, I'm going to like work through this, this, um, mine just by myself. I want to see if I can do it. And he's like, cool, cool. And there was like this moment of silence. And he was like, I guess I'm going to start a new character then. But Gabe, you want to like roll me through some <laughs> shit? Because I feel like it, that was like, they, he did like, they don't, you guys don't know how to play the game anymore. And any other, like that is how no you way. play the game is just to boss rush and boss roll rush. through it. Boss rush. Um, and it's like, a, it's a really strange and bizarre thing to watch in the context of like, Dark Souls games. Well, that's yeah. also like a ritual we have now. It's the last three bosses of the game since they're like back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to do that next time you go. Yeah, dude, you're welcome. Okay, any, like at any time you want to come in, man. Those last three bosses are fun. Yeah, though. that's like our our ritual now. Is anytime somebody gets like the last three bosses, where it's like, all right, boss rush time. Oh, and we just go into their game and just rush through it. I literally love that. <laughs> like, to me, it took me this long to unlock the fact that 
I I needed to play the game my own way, and I sit and I savored every moment of it. I remember the first time you came in and like helped us kill a boss. You were like, "Oh, you get rune arcs from this?" Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I should have been doing this a long time again. Because I I never even like I didn't even do much helping of other people. You know what I mean? But helping other people, I'm totally down with. But it's just that um, I like really savored it for myself and like really enjoyed it. And I just it's something you. This game will never be new to me ever again, until I die. Um, and so it's like I got to play it that way and enjoy all of that. And now though that I'm done with that, I get to enjoy all of this, and I'm yeah. very excited. So it's like it's just both things. It's like how much of whatever do you want to get? And so for me, no, I totally feel that on yeah. my first playthrough, I think I only had like five bosses where I summoned help. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I did the whole thing solo. Mm-hmm. I definitely respect that, like taking the time and doing it yourself and like learning it. And getting that, like, solo experience. And then just steamrolling with your friends. Dude. Because what I've learned is that there are builds, you guys, that just do yellow bar damage. Like, you have never seen in your life. Like, bleed is up there. Bleed is disgusting. It is. You should, like, you guys should see there's, like, clips of, like, I beat Millennia first phase in 14 seconds. And it's just them with, like, two fucking like curve sword like the, the scavenger ones like the fucking jagged disgusting curve swords and they just do these jumping attacks where they just go bam bam for two double hits two four hits and they just like do bleed and arcane and all this shit and you are literally watching it's like fire raining from the sky on their health bar it's just i don't, I don't know how to, it's it's unbelievable and so i've definitely like repulsed a little bit from that because it's too disgusting although i think someday i won't tell anybody i'll just make one I just want to feel the damage. I just want to feel it. I just want to feel it. Um, but like, it's but there's so many things in between, and there's so many interesting, cool builds. Like I was just looking at some spell samurai fucking shit, some sorcerer spell stuff, and it's really cool. So it's almost like, hmm, where do you find your personal enjoyment? Like, because I was even looking. There's a viable poison build. People say poison's terrible. There's a viable poison build. I was looking at it just last night. Um, with that serpent. Uh katana and people think that thing's a fucking joke i mean people love katanas every single katana in the entire game is being used now except for that poison one including the meteoric raid because well, even... that one doesn't have bleed on it yeah and bleed is king that's true you're absolutely right it has poison on it which is often considered to be the worst status effect in the game scarlet yeah. rod is just cooler poison it is it really is yeah it really is um but there's even a poison build, but like viable with that weapon that totally exists and is honestly probably better than pure dex. So that going back to Zoe's question a little bit, but I know it's we've essentially like climbed a mountaintop from there. But I would say like I went pure dex and I have a pure dex guy and I like him for PvP and I like the fact that he does consistent damage, but his damage is nowhere near that of essentially any other damage focused build and or strength. It just isn't. You get a dexterous moveset you know what i mean like you get a moveset that i think is like really fun to use and agile and stuff but god damn you better use it um and that's like straight dexterity i would say like sword shield viable though um totally you, just need, you need barricade shield though need barricade shield um and what i did in one of my characters was hey gabe can you help me get barricade shield so we just rolled straight there and just summoned him and i'm like all right gabe, i i get two shotted by this guy so can you just handle him <laughs> i'll hide over here <laughs> and he was like i don't know let's find out and he just jumps in with the strength weapons and he gets you that shit so yeah long story short zoe embrace the unga bunga 
<laughs> no, don't yeah. don't play Dexter's weapons, but just play them. I don't with know, cool Zoe. Stats. Try Lion's Claw and just tell me <laughs> how you feel. Just text me after you do it for the first time, because you're gonna feel good. Mm-hmm. It's like, Raphael, weren't you using a similar move at some time, like like a flip and hit move, where like you flip over and hit them? Uh, the like strong at- or the charge attack, I guess, of the uh, giant crusher does that. Maybe that's what it is. It reminds me a lot of that move. Lion's Claw is, like, very similar, and it just feels good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think yeah, what? it's really interesting. Like, the... So, when it comes down to it, like, on my computer save, I really haven't, like, gotten very far from, like, the second Elden Ring episode we've done. And then in the... I do have one, like, on my PlayStation where I just got past Radon. But I was telling McCoy earlier, I was just like, I'm finding it very hard to play only because I just don't know what to do build-wise. And McCoy was just Mm -hmm. like, you just got to watch these YouTube videos of builds and then just go from there. Gabe recommended recommended them. I had also seen them. I mean, I think also a reasonable plan build-wise is just, like, do whatever you want and then respec later. Oh, but you see, like, I, I, I can see why that could be fine, except I just get very overwhelmed. Where totally. it's like, I, I I think on my first save, I had, like, six or seven different weapons that I had, like, plus six. And I still wasn't sure about whether I would want to keep one or not. And I was wasting resources, like, upgrading a ton. And then I'd get a new weapon at a new dungeon. So I just never knew what to really do there. And so yeah. it kind of, like, turned me off of the game for a while because I was just, like, I feel too overwhelmed with what I need to do. Um, but, yeah, like, watching all of these, like, different types of Elden Ring builds that can be brought up from the game, it kind of, like, reinvigorated me and just kind of made me, like, excited to try some of, like, this new stuff. So I think for now I'm going to try to do a Moon Samurai build. I'm very excited for it. Like definitely looks possible um but i think it also just gives me something to aim for which i normally would never do in a game like this i suppose like this game i always felt like i need to find one weapon and stick with it but at least watching these builds and having some sort of goal is like helping me get to that point in the game where i'll actually like consume the content as opposed to wander aimlessly i feel like too one i don't the only phrase I can think of is, like, I feel like I'm playing this game right now, like, in community. Because I don't level up my own shit, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I I will get souls and I'll run through things. But what I do, and so I would encourage you to take advantage of this. Because McCoy is very hardcore into this game right now. And is, has a lot of souls and a lot of resources. And Gabe has every weapon. And Gabe has every weapon. All of existence. So, He's given me so, every weapon wh- in the game. Yeah, but what I do right now is I level up my Claymore, my one weapon. I level that up as high as I can. And then I literally summon McCoy into my game, drop him my shield and my finger thing, and like whatever else I want leveled up to the same level that I just put my Claymore at. And McCoy goes back to his game, levels it all up with his many resources, and then brings it back and drops it to me. So that way, like, if I decide in two hours that I don't want to use that claymore anymore, I can literally just say, like, hey, McCoy, I've decided I'm instead going to use the, what did you give me the night game? That, like, really big. Old lad's weapon. Yeah, like, royal royal greatsword. Great it's, like, a really cool greatsword that Gabe Brianna dropped. Like, then I can be like, hey, McCoy, can you level us up to 10? I don't have the shit for it, but I know you do. It's so, like, I, in some ways, that's, I also is not, I'm not as hardcore of a gamer as Zoe is, and, like, 
I emotionally feel okay about that transaction. I've <laughs> <laughs> been like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't level up any of my own stuff, but um, it is a really nice way to play the game with like other people around. Is like McCoy has a bajillion souls and can just do it for me. <laughs> I am literally the fucking blacksmith for the crew, yeah. and it actually gives me joy. Like you're actually, it's the same thing as fucking the other day in Valor, and I won't tell the whole fucking story, but this guy was so fucking proud and he wouldn't let me buy him. I was like, yo, let me buy you. He's got half shields, right? He doesn't have his full, he's gonna get shot and killed. And I'm like, hey man, take this. And he's like, nah man, I'm good. And I'm just like, no dude, it's not for you, you dumb fuck. It's for me. I wanna feel like I am strategically doing the right play by giving you a gun. Your sorry ass should get a kill, but I am gonna get you a gun because I'm better than you. And I'm giving you the value. And it's like, I didn't say all that to him exactly. <laughs> I said most of the nice stuff. But I did say, like, yo, this is for me, not for you, bro. Like, seriously, let me do it. Please, please, for me. And he was like, okay, for you. And I was like, thanks, man. Um, but it's like that. I honestly love upgrading everyone's weapons. Like, That's the same way I feel about mm-hmm. giving people weapons. Because, like, odds are I'm not going to use, like, any of the ones that people ask for. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, dude, take it. Yeah. Gabe came over the day. Not, like, over. He came over to my game. He, I like, he, I summoned him and he's like, what's up? What you wearing right now? And I was like, oh, okay. I'm into this cape right now. Yo, girl, what you wearing? <laughs> yeah, that, okay, I'm sorry. You I hear it. Runes, buy yourself something nice. I hear it. It came off a little weird. But no, he's just like, what are you looking for in armor? And I was like, well, I'm really into these capes. And he's like, all right, I got some capes for you. And he dropped me like three sets of armor. And we just played Fashion Souls for a while. And now I have this really dope feather cloak that I'm super into. And it looks really cool when I lion's claw. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another very valid awesome. way to play is Fashion Souls. Yeah, it's all about it. Yeah. And I will say, like, if you are putting limitations on yourself like I did, then you may want to consider heavier armor. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's good. It's good. It actually is good. But. Like, dude, watching Gabe just use the Mimic tier and just dumpster bosses. Like, Holy fuck, it's this tier that instead of being these badass spirit wolves, which are cool, no doubt, it's just a copy of you and your OP build. So if you thought Rivers of Blood was OP, <laughs> or Bleed was OP, you can just have two of them with a ring of a bell right at the start of the fight. Or like that mage spell where they do the fucking, like, it's the fucking... <laughs> the laser beam. Com- yeah, the Kamehameha fucking yeah. laser beam, dude. Like, it is disgusting. I watched Gabe, he was like, hey, check this, check this, check this. And this is the difference. This is why... I hate to go back here, but this is why buff builds fucking blow. Is because I watched Gabe walk into a boss fight, okay, with his mage character, and go like, Terra Magic on the floor, okay, flask, okay, this, okay. And he would use this laser beam and he 100 to 0 things. And I was like, dude, I spent double the time buffing and I didn't even do any damage. <laughs> That's bullshit. He one shot at the boss. He did a small ritual and one shot at the boss. And I've literally been sitting here for 45 minutes doing Naruto hand gestures. So for real. Um, <laughs> dude, that hurt my feelings. That's the most accurate fucking thing I've ever <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy that Naruto's hand gestures came into my mind right there. That's just, oh, it's a gift. <laughs> So yeah, we've been starting so so it's it was mostly me like self-imposed. I needed to like beat this game on my own, but the second I did, now I've opened up my business and I'm open for business. Y'all motherfuckers need upgrades? I got you. Like sorry, Zoe, you come back to PC, we'll get you set up. Oh yeah. We'll give you a I, I I started a new character literally like 45 minutes before recording today. Nice. <laughs> nice. So. Perfect. 
Yeah. I may ask all of you to come into my save to uh, just help me with that white, locate that white dragon that I yeah. just get a bunch uh, of souls yeah. for. But when you fight yeah, the Earth Tree Avatar, just you're gonna want to stay back and let <laughs> let the men handle that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> She said it, not us. Yeah, Sorry. she said it. <laughs> Write your letters to Elena's personal email. <laughs> no, but it's, just, it's it's so true, and it's they literally do like you know that fucking I forget what this is from, but that sort of like oh oh, and it's like these two like super burly fucking men shirtless like like fucking lumberjack style. And they're like oh oh, and they're like high five about like that is literally what. Brian and Gabe are. I don't know. It's just, it's so different from what I thought I was going to be playing. Like, I, I genuinely didn't think I would play Elden Ring because I've played some of the Dark Souls games and it's just, like, not what I want for my life. Like, I don't want to sit there. I just, it's not what I want. But Elena told that straight to my eyes as if to communicate something. I was into your soul. <laughs> um, right in McCoy's Dark Soul. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, but just Elden Ring, I'm just, I like, I kind of can't get over how multi-fat or I don't know multi is like the wrong way to say it but like how many different ways you can play this game and how fun it is in many different ways of playing it yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I think we're kind of like I've, I it took me a long time to open up to what that was possibly because a lot of those some of those have existed in Dark Souls before but I would say a lot of them are truly truly new alien game design concepts to the series and it's like you see, and it's it's fucking Elden Ring, right? So it's Dark Souls. Everything's fucking confusing, and you're like, how do I summon someone? Well, you use a fucking golden finger, but not that one because if you use that one, that doesn't work. Like you gotta use this one, and you're like, okay. And then like, do I have infinite of it? Like, no, don't just use it. You know, but I think you actually do. But the point is like, there's all that convolutedness, right? But then you find someone who knows what the fuck that is, like Gabe and fucking Brian and shit, who like. Literally, I would stream my screen to them and be like, am I doing it right? And Gabe would be like, we'd be literally having a conversation. And he'd be like, I'll quite pop the finger. And I'd be like, thank you. Because <laughs> I'm so fucking lost. But then when you find a group that fucking knows that shit, all of a sudden they teach you all that shit. And it's just like a different fucking game and a different fucking world and a different fucking vibe. And I think, I think it's cool. It's also... Okay, I have a... I have an an opinion maybe or i have a a guess at an opinion that i would like to hear the room's opinions on that was really well said hot take yep. okay you, yeah is elden ring the best open world game to come out in the past like 10 years like over Did breath of played? the wild yeah that i have mm. played absolutely mm-hmm is I mean, I guess I can't speak for like things hands like down. Breath of the Wild, but... I can speak for Breath of the Wild, which is so fucking overrated. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a, such a great game, but Elden Ring has so much better a combat system. The fact that your weapons break every two seconds is literally unforgivable. It's unforgivable. literally violence. <laughs> is, is it, <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> is there tripping? There's probably There's tripping. probably tripping. <laughs> so. It's a Nintendo game. You're absolutely... That's a great reference. Uh, um, you, you fall off cliffs when it's raining, so, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, or if you need a torch and it starts raining, you're fucked. (laughs) Oh, you guys, that was such an incredible game, but I'm really happy. I'm happy it happened exactly the way it did, because Elden Ring got to build off of it. It's hard though, Mm -hmm. because like different uh, open world games are very different in design. Like for Mm -hmm. instance, like you know, as memeable as they are, something like Oblivion or like Skyrim is like totally different. 
You know, I'd right. say like the quest design in those games mm-hmm. is a lot better than Elden Ring. <laughs> but combat there is, is not any. as good. <laughs> exactly. There is yeah. quest design. Yeah, the fact that you actually know what to do and where to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, like, I respect the idea of, like, not just, like, hand-feeding you everything about a quest. But, like... No, but, I like, agree. this is, like... This is insane. You know? Yeah. I, I agree. But the thing is, okay, the one saving grace for Elden Ring is that you mostly don't have to do all this convoluted garbage, except yeah. occasionally when you do to progress. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think I think literally Raphael's story tells it all. When he literally couldn't level up his fucking character for, like, the oh, first yeah. third of the oh, game or some yeah. shit. Dude, you said that, and I was like, oh, my God. My heart just sunk because I knew, like, that is unforgivable. That is actually a problem. That is Dude, a- I'll straight up forget. Yeah. I'm like, a, my third or fourth character, I'm just like, when is Molina going to take me to the round table hold? Like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Where am I? As I've learned, the answer is look everything up on fextralife.com. Like, yeah. for real. Everything. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored. They do great work. They, they, they keep theirs mostly Dude, updated. I'd sponsor him just for, like, the, the fucking headaches he saved me. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Completely. It's, like, the most... And have you seen? There's a couple other websites that are trying to do this. Like, IGN tries to do this, and I think, like, Game Rant or something tries to do this. And if you look at those... Oh, they're garbage. Oh, God! The IGN wiki's always been garbage. Oh, it's so offensive to the fucking soul. Like, have you seen... Um, There's one called rankedboost.com, where it's, like... It's like, yo, check if this build, if this weapons and builds, and they're just like, they gave one of the best PvP ga- weapons and PvE for that matter of all time, like a C tier, and I was like, why? Like, like, what's what's the basis of this? You just make this up, and so like, yeah, that is the true website. It's that, and you go to YouTube videos, yeah. channels of people you respect. But it's just like it's Wikipedia, but for Elden Ring. Right. It's perfect. It's perfect. And, and it'll actually explain things to you because all of the just items are just vague. It'll be like, this item increases fire damage but reduces physical like defense. I feel like yeah. I've been like, really... Yeah, I've been really impressed. I think that's another thing that's really grown over the course of Elden Ring's lifespan so far. Cause Agreed. When we first started playing, right? I mean, obviously, we played on release. And basically, no one understood. Like, there were no numbers yet like no one really understood the numbers it was kind of like very it was not kind of it was extremely obtuse like how different things actually affected your damage or affected all these different things and i remember i feel like Raphael got like the short end of the stick because Raphael, you beat it so fast (laughs) that Raphael was like doing his own like back of the napkin like damage calculations and those early Mm -hmm. podcasts that we recorded he was like yeah i'm pretty sure this is how it is i think this is better and now there are these just, like, insane videos. And, like, we watched a guy's spreadsheet the other day. Right. We just had spreadsheets pulled up with, like, damage numbers and calculators. and Yeah, I, I was spreadsheeting to reverse yeah. engineer the formulas. Hey, Raphael, I want to say this on the, on the, in a public platform. You were very, very close. I have seen things that have been studied now to ad nauseum. And they're pretty close to the way you were mapping them. Like, I would say you had a far more than, like, working hypothesis that was actionable for so much of the game's stats and stuff and i have now seen like really really deep dives into how they work and i'm like you can absolutely navigate this the way Raphael was talking about this and this will Raphael totally get you in the first. right place let's mm-hmm. go 
on the cutting edge <laughs> oh, hell yeah. of Elden Ring damage numbers. Oh, hell yeah. Specifically, he was talking a lot about stamina and health um, and things like this, uh, which I thought were really powerful, really, um, to know. Because those things, like, those are pivotal changes to the understanding of the way this game works. Yeah. I think the, like, biggest challenge I had was understanding how uh, defense and negation worked. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and so for that, I, like, did some testing and I looked at the uh, dark souls 3 formula and it looked pretty close um i think i like tweaked some of the the tuning numbers to get it closer and then that was off by like one at most so i assumed that was just like rounding error um and then that i like i needed that to determine uh where the trade-offs were for uh stamina and vitality or mm-hmm. rather equip load and uh vigor and I just think it's, like, it's just so funny because one of your complaints was that, like, yo, nothing in this game is, like, giving me numbers. And, like, it, like you're saying, Linda, the community got there in time. People worked on these things. And and they started to figure this stuff out. And it's funny because it's clickbait YouTube videos is, like, what will be the history of every game. But people are, like, unbelievable OP fucking Faith character. Like, and you see the video and it was, like, uploaded two months ago. And you're, like, that's garbage. <laughs> Yeah, it's all, it's all irrelevant now. Mm-hmm. Like the, and then the dude's like, super updated, recent, current faith build. <laughs> Two weeks ago, and I'm like, it's probably all right. <laughs> and it'll be like, hey, guys, this is kind of like the first video I made two months ago, but here's the difference. The difference is it's actually good. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> but that was just like the, the life cycle and the lifespan of the game. Is like, I think well, a big one for me was... Uh, when I made my one of my characters who was gonna do like uh, dragon breath attacks, right? And I just hard dove into that. Uh, there's a talisman that says it enhances the atta- uh, the damage of breath and roar attacks. Yeah, and I was like, that sounds perfect. And then I looked it up on Fexter Life, and they were like, yeah, actually, this doesn't do anything, so <laughs> it's glitched or I don't know. And I was like, oh, well, cool. Thanks for saving me that. Yeah. Because you wouldn't necessarily 100% be able to tell everything. I do some testing and stuff on my build, but at the end of the day, like... And that's the other thing. The words they use in the descriptions are so misleading. They'd be like, vastly improves your attack. And you're like, oh my god. And it's like, 6% damage increase. You're like, fuck you. (laughs) Vastly? Come on. My favorite one is negates fall damage. Mm. (laughs) So that was a that fucking lie. <laughs> yeah. True. That cat talisman. Oh my god. Yeah, the cat talisman, which I'm sure negates fall damage until you hit the the like invisible like wall. That's you're dead now. Just death. Yeah, I think the item yeah. now says like negates fall damage up to a certain point. Did they really change? Uh, yeah. Oh my. It god. It says something like that because I was like, this thing, this is useless. Yeah. I mean, like, because it's useless. I mean, it is useless. Yeah, it's it's. It reminds me of some of the older school like Dark Souls items that are not supposed to be like all the time viable. They're just supposed to be like, did you remember to put this shit on before you jump down that well? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, did you, or or because there was one time where I was like doing some parkour or whatever the fuck, and I was out of Estes, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna put this on just so like I could not die from the fall damage. That could be nice. And I don't know if I would have taken any damage or not, but I just I was like, I guess this is just the right time for this talisman. You know what I mean? 
I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want it to be like mm. strong or like notable or something that like is really impressive, um, it's not. And there's a bunch of talismans like that. There's a bunch of talismans like that. Oh man. But it's been fun, man. It's been really fun to like just do this totally different vibe for Elden Ring. Um, weird. It's it's weird, Gabe. Like, I can't believe you of all people have spent this much time on this game. Like, can you really believe that for yourself? Not really. <laughs> it was. Just- I am both proud and ashamed that I now have like 490 hours in the game. Wow. He said it. All you had to do yep. was wait a little bit for the payoff. No, but Gabe, like. It was just yesterday when you were using the halberd in Dark Souls 2. <laughs> and you were like, fuck this game. I couldn't one-shot that guy or stagger him with my halberd R1. Why should I play this well, game? Well, no, what kept me going was just seeing how upset you got. Well, <laughs> By using the halberd. <laughs> I just, I wanted you to grow so that you could... Isn't it interesting how the student has now become the master? Oh, how dare you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I see how it's going down. Listen, because you have all the weapons, I have to kiss your fucking ass, <laughs> okay? But you better be careful. <laughs> I'm about to fucking disappear some shit that you lend over to me. Like, you'd be like, yo, can you get this plus uh, 25? And I'd be like, absolutely. And I'd be like, did you give it to me? So this is mine now. Elena, do you want a plus 25? <laughs> I found one recently on the black market. and Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 just something totally totally different and and I will say so okay so how does that system work just for people who know like the co-op system because it's kind of interesting it's a very weird convoluted Elden Ring oh it's finicky as hell and it, and it is finicky as hell but if you're in an area where you the host have not yet killed the area boss you can summon a cooperator a cooperator on the yellow sign which is like they're a co-op partner and they'll come in. And now, basically, you get to dumpster everything for free. The cooperator gets half Estus flasks of both types, so they get half as many health ones and half as many mana ones. So you want to, like, make sure to spec your flasks evenly, or else you're actually living, losing one on both ends, which is just devastating because you have nothing. Yep. Um, but at the same time when it does that, it opens you up to be invaded. You are now allowed to be invaded by another player to come in as a red. I both hate that and love that. I just hide in a bush. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I have to go to bed. Good night, James. Good night, James. This has been a really wonderful conversation. Gold star! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Nailed Respect. it. Respect. Just, yeah, just pause your shit and then, okay. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. All right, so then you are, you're allowed to be invaded by people. And then there is this extra thing you can do that allows a second invader to come in and fuck your shit up. And that's what's really awesome. Because, like, you can join this, like, fucking covenant. They don't call them covenants, but whatever. You can join this crew. You well, know well first to say, <laughs> you're allowed, like, four slots in a game, essentially. Okay. The host, and then three open slots. Which can either be a single invader, two invaders, I guess, or you, a co-op partner, two invaders, or you and two friends and one invader. Yeah, and that really exists, where it's the host who has, like, infinite Estus flasks, okay? They've got, like, fucking 14 Estus flasks. They basically can't be killed unless you 100 to 0 them. 
and they have a cooperator, and they have another cooperator, and you come in as an invader. Yeah, and just get 1v3. You're like, please, no. And then they all three have rivers of blood, and you don't win. (laughs) (laughs) You don't win. But what I've done a lot, and what Gabe and I have done a lot, we've talked about this a little bit, but God, we've had some amazing shenanigans still, um, <laughs> is we emote this, like, lean on each other's shoulder thing, or he'll t- <laughs> So we're, like, we're anime back-to-back, leaning on each other's shoulders, and they show up because it gives them, as an invader, a compass to where you are. So they come straight to you, being like, all right, it's time to fuck this kid up. And they're, you know, they're all red, and they feel so cool. And then they see us, like, sup? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh fuck like this you guy dare approach us and we'll like emote and shit and i'll like bow and stuff and they'll be like interesting interesting and then what i do is they and by the way in invasions you always it's like it's um it's an anything goes style of pvp which i think is just they're so magical because like they'll see you and they know you're chill or they suspect you're chill because you're emoting next to each other but they're popping all their buffs anyways, just in case shit goes south. You know what I mean? Like, they are not walking up there unbuffed. Fuck that. So you'll see people, and they'll be, like, drinking blast, walking up to you, and you're, you're waving hay, and they're waving hay, but they are just fucking, you know, just fucking grab me strength. Fucking give me some resistances. <laughs> and I love that shit, but what I always do when they come up is I pop the Tantra's tongue, which is a visual thing. You open this, like, it looks like soap or something. You, like, <laughs> I mean, it's a tongue. <laughs> I see. It's a tongue. That makes sense. You hold this tongue up, and you, like, strike it, and it glows in front of them and if they're a smart invader they know what you've just done what you've just done is open the world up for them to have a teammate which is suggesting to them we don't want a 2v1 you we want a 2v2 you and the cool guys will go oh shit and then they'll sit down like all right i'll wait and then we all just sit down in a fucking circle around glowstones that i drop <laughs> so i drop you really these... set the mood for this i 100 percent i do i usually in all my pvp battles what i do is i set down you saw this lane and i have a great screenshot of this but in my pvp duels what i do is i drop sometimes a glowstone or one of those rainbow stones i drop a rainbow stone on the ground and then i do the city mode and if you do that without moving so drop the rainbow stone then sit you perfectly sit like the rainbow stone is your fire and your character just gazes into the rainbow stone which is like this beautiful multicolor it means different colors you know know, it could be green or purple and it's beautiful and you stare into it and then someone spawns in they freak out because they think they're getting cheesed by some online cheesers that you know because people do that like where they'll just like spam attack you right when you like get up and you're invulnerable but it's just bm anyways and you see these people so they look around real quick some of them start buffing like fuck where's this guy and then they find me Sometimes they'll spin around and miss me because <laughs> I'm on the ground next to a fucking glowstone or some shit. So they're like, what the fuck? But then they see me. And the second they see me, I flick the thumbstick, which just does this slow get-up animation. Just... Sub. And every single motherfucker just bows immediately. They're like, yes! <laughs> Let's go. And then we fight an honorable fight. That's it. Um, and so what I love about doing this strategy is that because I'm summoning them all into my world, if I beat them, then I drop another rainbow stone. And so I've got it to the point where there's like five rainbow stones, six rainbow stones, seven rainbow stones on the ground. And that means I haven't, I haven't died for seven fights. <laughs> and so they come in, they don't know, but I fucking know that each one of these rainbow stones is a fallen enemy. <laughs> and they come in, I just slow get up like, all right, dual katanas, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's awesome it's really really awesome 
I, I, I recommend it. I recommend it greatly. Um, it's just super ridiculous. I will say, Elena, one of the things is I know you, you talk a, a small game about being hiding behind bushes and stuff, but Elena is uh, famous for just walking into a PvP scenario and just trying to line yeah. the guy. <laughs> I mean, anytime I, yeah. I was with her, she got invaded. She would just go up and start fighting the dude. I hide in a bush first. I like kind of like I like to see that I just kind of see what's going on, get the lay of the land, and then I eventually get bored, and so I try to lion's claw them. Yeah, I've seen you. I don't know if I've seen you land a lion's claw. Oh, there was that one time. I where landed a lion's claw. There was one time where both you and Gabe hit the guy at the same time, and yeah, he and it made my damage look really good. He literally you 100 to zero this guy together mm-hmm. between your lion's claw and Gabe's fucking jumping smashing attack. It was just like this guy just <laughs> evaporated. It, made, it honestly may have been that Gabe 100 like 100 to zero to him, and I just like was there, but no one will ever know. No, no one will ever know. know. Yeah, and so I just I I do want to commend you for just I just see you just in there swinging, like in the middle, and you actually mm-hmm. hit people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just funny because it's just like you you play a big scared game and then you're just like, all right, well, it is like a 3v1. Let's <laughs> just fuck this kid up. And it's just like. There's just a lot of pressure because as the host, you know that if you die, everything's like over. You just, it's all gone. That's right. So you can't die, but you can, you can chase them down. Mm-hmm. And they know that and they know that and they want to turn on you when you're swinging at them. Mm-hmm. They want to turn on you. But the thing is, it actually creates this really interesting scenario where they see you do a lion's claw. They think to themselves, I can punish a lion's claw. Like, what the fuck? That is so slow for PvP. And they go for a punish. And Gabe's like, you cannot swing within the vicinity of me. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and just jumps on that guy and deletes him. That's yeah, it. basically my big brother comes out and is like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> so they go for the punish and their player, their PvE slash PvP mindset tells them, Bright light flash, you have opening on the host. You could win this with a backstab. They go for a strike, and it's like instant delete every time. Every, every time. It was also because, like, I guess, I don't know if they really paid attention to us, but, like, they'll see Elena, and she, at least at the time, was in, like, starter gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, okay, newbie, easy fight. And there's, like, I guess at the time, it's also you. You were a fairly fresh character. Mm-hmm. And there's me in, like, full tree sentinel armor with two, like, colossal weapons. <laughs> yeah, I can't- <laughs> <laughs> two colossal <laughs> weapons. He was using two Giza wheels for a while, and that's oh, how I will always remember you as two Giza wheels. That's the look. Because mm-hmm. it's just, they're ridiculously large, and he's wearing, like, the most late-game armor possible, and he has the endurance and stats to, like, carry all this and stuff like that. And it's just sort of like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's so intimidating. Like, oh, God, it's disgusting. So, yeah. Yeah, greatly wrecked greatly recommend all of this it's been really fun i think to like just mm-hmm. sort of see that side of the game i'm mostly just working on tinkering on builds i've been really enjoyed making builds and stuff and i swear like literally everyone is just sort of like slowly supporting me with this being like yo i got an extra one of this weapon do you want it not my i do i offered to go do volcano manor for you thank you i need someone to i mean i'm gonna need gabe to run back up but i will be there yeah i could be there also i guess to help <laughs> i'll get brian yeah. <laughs> Damn. What do you? What do you? What's the name for you two? It's um, Big Smash and Little Slash. Yep. Because <laughs> it's Big Smash because it's Gabe's giant strength build, and it's Little Slash because dexterity fucking sucks. <laughs> no, That's no, so no. True. It's just because it's just because it's an agile move set. Okay, it's a bunch of little slashes. But is that not the best name for you guys? Dude? It's like because again, like ho ho. You know what I mean? Just like. You guys just toss Brian up into the air. Seriously? Yeah, like you guys are a traveling circus, right? Like yep. you guys do like a yes, dude. Oh. 
So oh, we are definitely a whole ass circus. <laughs> yep. So it's ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, go ahead. Can I drastically change the subject? Absolutely, go for please. It. Raphael, have you played more since you've been back on your main setup? I have not actually. Wow. You're free. You're free. You yeah. did it. I. I escaped. <laughs> nah, to be listen, fair, that's... Raph did watch me for like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true, and I'm happy for you that you escaped, but would you be interested in participating in some shenanigans that we got? I can upgrade any weapon. <laughs> would you be well, interested in a TOT fight club? Oh. I think oh. my main motivation to go back is actually to uh, finish off the last three or four achievements, I guess, that I didn't get. What are they? Uh, so one of them was... Uh, it's like the godskin boss in the volcano manor and it just didn't give me the achievement for it for some reason oh um, lame that is lame and then there's the two endings uh that i didn't do and then the last one is obtain all achievements I makes sense yeah uh-huh. fair enough <laughs> yep so see here's what i'm saying bro you don't have to exactly go by the ritual but I think we've now opened up for business. We've got more than enough people you can summon into a server to just go ham on bosses. And it's not that Raphael needs it. It's rather just... It's fun. <laughs> like it's fun th- and will save you time. <laughs> it's fun, saves you time, it's vibes. You know, like, I would just say, like, you know... It, it's just a... It's a thing to watch with your eyes. If Especially, especially if you're already beating the game. But, like, if you don't... Like, whoever. Like, whatever, right? Like... Watching yellow bars is just a joyous experience. Like, watching Radon not even go to phase two, because he goes into a meteor. Oh, by the way, spoilers for the game. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, like, you know what I mean? He goes to a meteor, and you're like, oh, shit, where does he come from? Where does he come from? It's like, it's like he didn't even get there, bro. <laughs> he just died. And, um, I don't know. Is that fun? Yes, in an entirely different way. Almost one-shotting Renala. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh, God. We got her to, like, she didn't get to, like, get back up and be bubbled again. In the first phase? Yeah, first time she got knocked down, we just dumpstered her. Oh, yeah, that's when you guys did it on my game, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so in my, I remember when I fought her first with that, I think I had to three or four phase her. Typically, you have to three phase her. Okay, yep. Four on a bad day. Yeah, four on a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> four when you get hit by enough books. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I hate the fucking books that they throw in that fight. I don't give a fuck. Bro. Dude, that fight was bugged for a long time. How so? You could go in and none of the uh, girls would be singing. Oh. So, so you can't knock her down? Yeah, so you just have to sit there and wait for a chandelier to fall on you and kill you. <laughs> you can restart the fight. <laughs> I choose death. Yeah, because like, otherwise you're just stuck there. Yeah. It is funny because it's like, the first time you fight that, you're like, what the fuck just hit me? And it's a chandelier falling from the <laughs> ceiling. And you're like, what the fuck is that? And then, like, the 19th time you're fighting that fight, you're like, no, I just avoid the chandeliers. Like, okay, you know, kill this. Okay, kill this. Okay. And it's different. Um, one of the things that was really funny is Gabe gave me this piece of advice that you can choose to take for yourself or not. But there's this guy, the all-knowing guy. Right? Gideon. Gideon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gideon Offnir. Sir Gideon Offnir. <laughs> Damn right. Okay. Um... <laughs> So, like, he is coded, first of all, PvP style. So he's, like, a really fun fight because he feels like another player that you would fight. Like, he feels like he has the same rule set that you do. Like, he's not, like, a giant dragon that gets to just do whatever giant gra- dragons get to do. Um, but what I will say is that, like, he... I don't know what the fuck was I going to say about Gideon. Other than... His monologue. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. The tip that you gave me was that 
he's going to monologue at the beginning only the first time you see him. And you can just run up to him, apparently, and hit him, question mark? Yeah. And does he react? Does he start? He does, but it's like you get a free first attack. Nice. Or in the case of all my mage, I summon my mimic, and just out of pure luck, both me and my mimic start casting the laser beam. Oh, God. So we just laser him to death before he finishes monologuing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you post to the Reddit immediately afterwards, this boss could use a buff. A little lazy. <laughs> <laughs> like the piece of shit that you are but yeah so it's just like it's just interesting i didn't actually use that tip personally i wanted to fight him one-on-one especially because dude he's a squishy mage caster i mean he's not squishy because he's an endgame boss so he has like a million hp but still like he he, he gets staggered for an endgame boss he's pretty squishy he's pretty squishy and like just chasing him down but i think watching him so he's a really cool fight um i wouldn't necessarily say like he's remembered in the same way like as like the final bosses of Elden ring but i think he actually is the best representation i've seen so far of what ultra late game looks like because what he is is he is a faith int caster or is he a faith in arcane caster i would say faith int at least faith int yeah he's just non-stop casting shit at you he's non-stop casting shit at you but from both major casting trees at the same time and he's trying to suggest to you that like his pursuit was not to make a build but it was to do everything and that is actually what the ultra late game of this game actually is like new game whatever plus i've seen stat sheets where it's like well you know i run like 70 vigor because like at some point i just had a lot of points for it but um i used to run a strength build so i have 80 strength of course but then i just thought i should guess i should just put damage into like decks because it hurts too so i have 80 strength 80 decks and well obviously if you go into those things you're gonna need at least intelligence to do like whatever so they're like <laughs> 80 strength 80 and 80 dexterity <laughs> And, like, 60 arcane. And they're just like, I literally do everything. And you're like, oh. And there's like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I fuck everything up. Like, not, literally nothing can sustain, like, this. And you look at that, and all the PvP people are crying. Like, no, 150's the cap. You shouldn't go past it. And these people are just like, I literally became the all-knowing guy. I can use every... I became every... the Elden Lord. <laughs> yeah, like, you shut the fuck up. And I totally see that. I totally respect that. Like, that is a totally reasonable way to play the game. And honestly, it looks super fun. Like, having all those different spells. It's so, also just so refreshing, starting New Game Plus, and just being way too strong. Mm. Like, I was just dumpstering everything up until, like, it only started to get, like, fair fight-ish when I got to, like, Millennia. Wow, that's like the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Were you really just dumpstering everything? Yeah. Do you think this is because... Why is this? Is New Game Plus easier, or were you just, like, really well outfitted, or... I think I was probably higher level than they anticipated you starting New Game Plus, but also everything, it scales up, everything does, but I think the intro stuff is not scaled enough hmm. to be, like, a challenge to you. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, late game stuff is, like, scaled a bit, and it's still a bit challenging, but the early game stuff is, like, so easy. And, and I think that's partially just because they want you to have this power fantasy of just destroying everything. Yeah. And you definitely, like, watching gameplay this game on New Game Plus was just like, holy mother of God. Like, because you're already the Elden Lord and it fucking, your numbers say so. <laughs> <laughs> your numbers are so fucking big. Like, it was disgusting to watch. Because, like, then you get to see people, and, and I faced Margaret again with new characters, and I tried to face him again to see if my skill had grown, and my skill has grown a ton. For those of you that watched me face Margaret when I was, like, level 18 or whatever, I really regret how long that took. I was terrible and in bad form, <laughs> and I want to apologize. 
But since then, I beat Morgan on your account. What, first count? First try? Well, I was there too. Who was the character that I beat him on? Was that my mage character? You weren't there for that? Okay, anyway. Oh, no, you're right. I wasn't there. You took my controller. You did beat him first try. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One more correction issue. You gave me the controller. <laughs> took is like a okay, little... Okay, sorry. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. It was... um. Who's after that? Godric that we beat together. Right. Where I summoned you. But you're right. right. You did You did beat Bar- Margaret first try on my account. And thank God for Margaret. But no, like, I'm just <laughs> laughing at the name again. But 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 the thing is, it's not it's not just that I was able to do that. I mean, I learned so much more about the game. But it was also just like, yeah, I mean, I, I basically I had gotten a lot better. It was like we I had really, really grown from playing this game the way I wanted to play it and really learned. And I'm really happy for all that. That being said, like watching, even if it's New Game Plus, just watching Margaret or whatever go down before his dialogue can even <laughs> threaten you. You know what it was, though? It was the lion's claw. I did lion's claw, The Margaret. lion's claw <laughs> chunked him and staggered him. And, like, he, he, he's, he's automatic. I could have beat him. So the biggest Mar- Margaret. Margaret. Yeah, no, Margaret. I know. <laughs> I know. It's na- I know that the name is Margaret, but I prefer Margaret. <laughs> It's it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But, and then when you face him at the the capital, it's Morgrit. <laughs> <laughs> but like Elena's the most disrespectful player I've ever seen. Elena, I've seen you teabag more things. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know how to emote. All I can do is teabag. <laughs> Elena teabagging an invader when we one v three. That guy is just like <laughs> it's just so wrong. <laughs> like you are literally fucking that guy's mental. <laughs> Like he's yeah, not I gonna... stopped doing that because I felt bad about it. Dude, we gave, we had an adventure, just quick tangent on, on PvP adventures, but there was this guy named Corvo from fucking Dishonored. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Corvo, and he invaded us, and we're sitting there with our emoting. And sometimes we'll emote back-to-back, which we did a lot today, but what we used to do back in the day is Gabe would turn into objects from the environment <laughs> yeah. with the mim- What is that thing? It's like some sort of mimic-related... Uh, mimic, mimic veil. Mimic veil, Okay. And it gives you a random object from a small set list that's area specific. So, for example, I love that they added prop hunt in this game. It's so good. <laughs> the amount of times that Gabe is literally sitting there as a giant fucking tombstone in the middle of where there is not a giant tombstone, and motherfuckers roll up to me with their goddamn rivers of blood and just start swinging, and he just one shots them from behind. Like that's... my favorite use of that was when we were going through. Um... The castle, it's not called, obviously, we call it Hogwarts, colloquially. Right. What's it really called? Raya Lucaria. We, we were going through Raya, we were going through Raya, as in I was going through it, but Gabe and Brian were leading the way. And at one point, I turn around, and they're both fucking paintings. <laughs> and they're, they got on an elevator. And so it's just them, like, really fucking slowly rolling around as these two paintings. But I don't know where I'm going, so I'm just following them. And I really wish I was recording it and I could put it to that music, like the the one that, that there's like, and just like speed it up times a million. Because them just rolling around as these two giant portraits was, it was pretty funny. And like, it's one of those things where like, you want more than anything for an invader to walk in while you guys are two portraits. Yeah, I really portraits, wish gotten invaded. And then just like literally poof into existence and just destroy this guy's world. Because dude, they do not, I'm going to be honest with you, some of the invaders I've found... Listen, no shade, but they were a little lost. <laughs> a lot of them were pretty lost. Like, they get a compass that directs them directly at me, and sometimes they're just running the wrong way, and I'm, like, across the fucking valley, like, hey! With the emotion, like, hey! 
And they're just like looking at me like, oh, hey. And I'm like jumping like, me, kill me, you dumb fuck over here. <laughs> Your job is to kill me. Um, oh, McCoy, you should tell a story that time when I was the tree and you were leaning against me. Oh, my God. Dude, He so he, we were in the consecrated snowfields, which is my favorite of all time uh, invasion spot because you get, like, later game characters and because it's it's kind of not a populated, or populated invasion zone, but it does have a really nice, like, open, like, ice field that you can fight in. And it's a really, really nice uh, thing. I would also say it's, like, just fair kind of for everyone. It's, like, appropriate level. But when you find people there, because it's not super popular, they come back. Because they're like, hey, and they could basically get in queue. So what you do is you create a server queue, in essence, for your PvP lobby. And because it's not so in demand, they get to come back a bunch of times. And we have had, I mean, five. I mean, Corvo was one of them. Corvo was one of them. <laughs> he and, came back like seven times. Yeah, yeah. Cor- fucking Corvo, bro. He's an um, asshole. <laughs> but before we get to Corvo, Corvo was kind of an asshole, bro. <laughs> but he was an asshole that kept coming back. And I was like, I kept waving and bowing to him. And then he would just try to kill us. And then we would just destroy his world and teabag him because he started it he started it he we beat him one time and it was i mean he didn't stand a chance okay and i'll tell the tree story after but we beat him he's not the tree um but we beat him and he didn't stand a chance and then one time it was a really long 2v2 fight where we're all burning down low on our estus we're all getting hit a bunch of trading aggro a bunch of me running in towards gabe guys so we can 2v1 him but then like my guys chasing me and then like you know all sorts of crazy shit a lot of people on the back foot and finally he catches me with this combo i think it was pebble or something he catches me with pebble and pebble glintstone pebble is an incredibly powerful ash of war it is it's i mean it's s tier beyond you shoot the weakest, most pathetic limp dick projectile <laughs> out of your fucking weapon and not your staff, out of your weapon. But if it hits you, it stuns you harder than a fucking, <laughs> like, two colossal greatsword jump attack. It stuns you into place. And then the follow-up is literally soul-crushing in terms of damage. And it's guaranteed, which means if you hit the pebble, you hit the follow-up. The follow-up is disgusting. And so this is a very common PvP strategy. You hit someone with the pebble. But I've been watching PvP build videos online for too long. I ain't falling for that shit. Except I did get caught a couple times. But I wasn't surprised. Okay? I knew this kid was going to pull some tricks. Especially because he's bloodhound stepping too. Yep. That's how you know. Um, but he caught me. And he killed me. And in that moment, we had been fighting for, God, like 10 minutes or something. It was long. Maybe 7 minutes. He felt... It was justified to teabag because it was a very exciting win. And because he he didn't need to even kill you. Like, Gabe's still up. Gabe's still alive. He probably couldn't even kill Gabe if he tried. But he got the host. He got me. I got caught. He got me. It was done. He got his rune arc. He was very happy and he teabagged. And so, he came back. And he never won again. (laughs) We destroyed Carvo. Like, honestly, ten times. And every single time, Gabe would teabag him while I would bow. (laughs) Every single time. (laughs) So I'm just like, good fight. And Gabe is just literally shoving stuff to this guy's face. Because he started it. And that's the way the internet works. Mm -hmm. If they start it and they come back, you have to finish it. Don't start where you can't finish. Yeah. Like, dude, so so one of the classic things in PvP is that Bloodhound Step is incredibly OP. We've talked about that, about why it's OP in PvP um, on previous episodes. 
but it's it's a status symbol like rivers of blood if you use it people think of you a certain way and you're kind of opening up the field like i don't use bloodhound step until the other person does but i do have it as backup on all of my weapon sets because i i do a wield so one is the astral war that i actually like and the other is fucking bloodhound step because i'm gonna fucking need that shit so if anytime i need to i two-hand my left weapon i'm out um and i'll switch it in the menu too and so what he did is i remember there was this one where he starts bloodhound stepping out of the way and he thinks he's so fucking sick because he's countering every single like repost like sort of like you know try to attempt to hit him back that i can possibly do and he's getting he's like you know we're playing the dance right like i attack him he rolls then he counterattacks, then i roll then i counterattack, then he bloodhound steps and he's like oh yeah like i got you and then he's bloodhound stepping in to try to strike me it's it's a very 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 strong style and he was doing that and i was like okay you've opened the floodgates and i silently switched to my bloodhound step i switched my two katanas which he just does in the menu you don't see an animation and so i switched my katanas and we just fought this guy normal for like two more minutes he hits us here and there we're burning estus we hit him on the occasion he blood down steps across the fucking map he heals it's untradeable it's so stupid he's doing this a bunch of times and i'm i'm just i'm just getting a rough count of his bloodhound steps i don't really know how much mana he has but he had done like 35 <laughs> so i felt like he's probably low on mana and the second he bloodhound steps away and goes for a mana flask i bloodhound step into his face <laughs> dude and Dude, the look on his face was like, excuse me, you have this OP ability. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. Instant kill. Instant kill. T- and then I teabag that one. I teabag that one. Of course. Come on, you have to teabag that one. So that brings us to the tree. There's so many of these stories, you guys. Honestly, invasions are, they have, they're like the light of my video game life right now. Like, they are like <laughs> just so interesting and so like organic and so weird. And like, people are using crazy dragon spells from two feet away from you and just dying <laughs> like just like you're like you know that thing has a fucking 14 second wind up you're really gonna t- and then like game and actually walk there and just insta kill you like okay he learned i guess like how many times <laughs> have we said that like yeah. he learned i guess it's just like us 100 and zero <laughs> some fucking dude but the tree right so in the consecrated snowfield which is this like snow area that has fucking i don't know it's like you know it's like a late game snow area it has these dead trees that are like you know covered in snow it's just like there's no leaves on him and there's just that's one of them and so he puts that tree right next to the fucking bonfire like it is literally right next to the bonfire which if you've ever seen this bonfire before which you have to travel to in order to invade us i think it is so fucking out of place and i am literally (laughs) leaning on it (laughs) with the lean emote and this dude runs from across the fucking map, and we can see him off the distance, like, huh, here he is. And we're talking about it as he just makes his slow approach. He starts buffing, right? He's like, I got, fucking got this guy. And he runs straight at me and starts trying to hit me. And I dodge away, and I'm like, dude, you can't be serious. Like, I'm trying to do my fucking, like, emotion. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then game just literally is right behind this guy has no idea and just uses the hand of millennia ash of war which is the one that hits like 14 times <laughs> the waterfell the waterfell dance and fully catch this is not something you land in pvp it is it's so good in the pve in the game when they use it against you it is not good in pvp unless you absolutely land it and he 100 to 0 this guy <laughs> from behind from a tree resting on the bonfire that i was leaning up against as if to point out that Gabe is there. <laughs> this guy misses the fucking joke, walks up, tries to hit us, and just gets immediately dumpstered. Immediately. And that guy, am I wrong? That guy came back. He is very mad. 
<laughs> so it's really a bunch of I actually think we tricked that guy one more time with something, like maybe with the deer. The deer is really OP. The fucking spiritual deer. It's so good. It's not. There's no other of them around. <laughs> and you guys, if you haven't seen this, there's no walk animation. So you slide along the ground <laughs> in the most uncomfortable way. So it's like it is the second it moves, you are literally certain that it is not part of the game. But when it's not moving for some reason, people just, they just don't see it. And it is like. It's this beautiful conversation between, like, Gabe's like, do you want to 1v1 him? And I'm like, nah, man, you just came straight at me. Like, no respect, just kill this guy. And just Gabe just instantly kills that guy. It's amazing. Okay. I know I said that was the last story, but I have one more PvP story that I need to give Gabe a shout-out for. Because this was actually one of the most epic moments I've ever seen. And that was this. It was this Corvo fucking guy. You've heard this guy's name before. And you know shout he's... Shout out to Corvo. Shout out to fucking Corvo. Listen, learn to fucking be a more respectful player and you would have been treated more nicely. That <laughs> was the guy with Bloodhound Step though, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, at least he's role-playing the name. It's like Blink from Dishonored, right? It is. Ah. It is. No, and I think his armor was kind of Dishonored-like too, wasn't it? Well, he's wearing a giant mage hat, so... Huh. <laughs> but he had the Volcano Manor's armor, I, I think. Technically, you never saw Corvo's head. True. Yeah, he could have been wearing a fucking mage hat. We don't know. Well, I assume his head looks like the mask you put on. Mm. But, like, there's a hat over it, though. Okay, fair. You know. Okay, you can't perfectly bring the mask. Although I have seen people that mod in, like, Harry Potter outfits and fucking, like, just hilarious shit for your mage, which is funny. But, but yeah, this guy, I mean, mostly, he, by the way, he got the message on Bloodhound Step and kind of stopped using it as much. <laughs> yeah. Which was so funny. Um... But anyways, no. So what he did is he's trying to pebble me over and over and over again. He's a mage build. So he would use the actual mage spell, Glintstone Pebble, which is the one that looks like the first part of your weapon art, the one that's devastating. But it's actually not. It's the one that just chips you for very little damage and has, like, decent tracking, but it's nothing impressive. Um, And it's just that move. And he would use that constantly to get me into this false, lull me into this false sense of security that that, that there wasn't the most OP move in the game coming out. (laughs) Fuck rivers of blood. Pebble is fucking nuts, dude. You know, it's fucking nuts. Like I've heard Gabe died to Pebble, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" Because you have armor out the fucking ass. No, because I would get hit by that, stunned, and then he would just moonveil me. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. And you're like, okay. But the thing is, so he's been doing this for fucking ever. He's pebbled me or attempted probably like 25 times at this point in this long battle, and every single time I hit the roll every single time i hit the roll and come out and pressure him and he's backing off and he's just trying to get desperate he's just trying to throw it out he, his combo is known i already know what he's trying to do he has no surprise factor so he's just really really throwing this ability out and then at one point in time i'm literally like chipping him down from like 100 percent to like you know 80 percent to fucking 60 percent to fucking 40 percent to 20 percent and he's at 20 percent and i go for a trade and i was thinking he was going to use like a, a attack that he'd been using, but he uses pebble instead. And trading into a pebble is auto lose. It's auto lose. And I'm like, oh my God, I threw this fight. I've literally been fighting for 10 minutes dumpstering this guy. And I fucking threw this fight. I've burned like seven of his Estus Flask. I mean, obviously he doesn't have that many, but I've burned so many Estus Flask. But I fucking threw. Because he hit me with this fucking pebble and I'm not full health. So I'm just going to be dead. And in this moment of realization, I'm like, oh my God. Gabe's going to get kicked from the server. Like, we're going to have to start searching again. I fucked all of this up after dumpstering this guy. This is so unfortunate. And my life is flashing before my eyes because he hits me with a pebble. My character gets stunned. Now, of course, I'm mashing roll, but it doesn't matter. And all I see is he, you know, recoils as if to pierce through with the second part of 
of that Glenstone Pebble move, and all I see is Gabe off corner right of screen, just sliding in with a double spear bolt of Grandsax, double poke running attack, and it hits this guy, and he instantly dies before the second <laughs> follow up, which is guaranteed, comes out, instantly dies, and I'm saved. Oh, what? And I just like, oh my god, and everyone in the whole server pauses. Like Corvo tilted off his fucking ass. <laughs> you and I, I asked this UT bag, and then we turn, and the dude who was chasing you is in this mode of like, like he thought that the, I was dead because I got caught with the pebble. Everybody knew that I was fucking dead and this was over, and so he's running straight at you, and he pauses. I swear with like a hammer over his head, like about to swing, and just goes, oh my god. Because his teammate's dead, and we just instantly turn and kill that guy. Yep. It's literally over. He just gave up. It was done. The switch was like, it was incredible. Um, and so, yeah, that's just, just shout out for that. Bro. That was Thank like the ultimate blue balls for Kovro. He must have been so mad. <laughs> so mad. He working on for about 10 minutes on that release. Um, yep. And he didn't get it. So, you know, listen, shout out to Corvo, but, you know, you know, you know, don't bring that out here. Come on. <laughs> get good. <laughs> get good. Uh, so it's insanely fun. I would just say it's so cool. And it, it values so many different types of skill. Like, I've been watching so many PvP videos, so I get to sit there and go, like, oh, that's a weapon that probably is doing this. Or, like, you can see it. Like, he put Glenstone Pebble on this weapon, so you should know that. So when he switches that weapon down and he's trying to trick you, you actually know what he's doing already. And I just, like, like, okay, Gabe, you've played a lot of this PvP and a lot of PvE and stuff. But how do you feel about the fact that, like, something I've been just truly impressed with with this game's PvP is, look, it's it's fucking garbage at time with netcode, and, like, we, we all agree that, and hitboxes are really bizarre. But everything in this game is kind of slow. Do you know what I mean? Like, almost everything is reactable in a weird way. Like, it's a strange balance. Like, it feels like people can just be trying tricks on you all day long, but if you really play a discipline, you can, like, dodge all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you know, like, what they're trying to do and you kind of like know what a bunch of the popular movesets are then yeah like, um is that cool i think that's cool yeah it's cool the only problem is like this game would be like flawless for pvp if it weren't for the goddamn netcode <sighs> i know this is like a garbage like generic term but like it, it's just like so unfortunate that the game is like this fun and the pvp is this fun and challenging but also like fair in a way yeah but the netcode can just really throw it for either like in your favor or in the enemy's favor yeah. I've gotten to the point where one of the biggest lessons that I learned from the PvP channels that I watched on YouTube, which is shout out to Chase the Bro, um, and actually Scott Jund, or something like that, um, is that there are certain movesets, like pokes specifically from really long weapons, that when they do that, they can literally be missing you harder than anyone's ever missed you, and the netcode will just cause that as a hit, so you better fucking roll. Like, you can... Yeah. I watch these, pr like, pro PvP players roll from, like, half a mile away from that attack. Like, they just don't fuck with that, and that is so dumb, but I've completely accepted it into my heart, and I just roll for all those attacks, and I don't know. Somehow I still enjoy it, but... Because when it works, it's so good. So good. Yeah. So, Gabe, do you think, tell me this, and yeah, I've gone on a lot of rants, but my working theory is that Gabe is actually a really interesting invasion partner because you play on a mouse and you free aim a lot of, like, spells, like dragon spells and, like, AoE spells and stuff like that. Like, surely that's an advantage. I, I think that's such an advantage. Oh, yeah. 
Honestly, I don't see how people play on controller. I mean, I get it, but, like, come on. But, like, melee buttons are so weird on PC, right? It's, like, click. It's a little weird. Shift, click. That's pretty much it. It's, like, assuming you're, like, you know, using a two-handed weapon, it's, like, left click to do an attack, like a light attack. Shift, click to do a heavy attack. And then shift, right click to do the Ash of War. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, then there's all, like, the rolling move, the jump move, whatever. Um, but the benefit is like, I mean, I guess you could probably do this on controller too, but the benefit of the mouse is you can do like quick one eighties. So like I can like be doing attack forward and then just quick one eighty, and hit behind me Hmm. and catch people or catch enemies or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Same with like doing like a poke attack. I can just like start the poke and then just whoop 90 degrees instantly. Oh shit. That would be so good for pokes. That's what I was doing. (sighs) That makes sense. Because the thing is, you are at... I mean, Zoe experienced this with the with the Epe. It's like you are at the mercy of the lock system if you're on controller. And if that attack is like... Well, that's what close, I learned with the dragon attacks is oftentimes if they were like at a certain distance and I had the lock on, I would start doing the attack and they started moving. It would just like slowly follow them where they would be ahead of the attack. Right. They would guarantee like dodge yeah. everything mm-hmm. by just running. Yeah. So then... But then you just free mouse it like an FPS. <laughs> and it's like, can't get away. <laughs> So one of our best PvP strategies is just Gabe free-mousing a fucking Dragon Spell, which Dragon Spells are, like, almost universally, like, considered to be terrible um, in PvP. I think they are really effective if used in the right way. And They're super the- good. The problem is the wind-up. The you wind-up are is- super vulnerable during the wind-up. Yes, and the fact that you can just run slowly to the right <laughs> and dodge a lot of them is yeah. also a problem. But watching Gabe free-mouse something and hit someone running and watching their face when <laughs> they've never been hit by this ability before, like, in their whole PvP career, they're like, what the fuck is this? And then I come in with my dual scimitars, and I'm just like, roll catch? Yeah, <laughs> roll so catch. you're just dead, bro. You're just dead, bro. Um, it's really joyous. So, okay, that's our PvP corner rant. It was pretty fun. Um, Do you want to tackle some of the things on the, on the list? The word doc? We could, right? Where's the word doc? I feel like we've covered most of it. One point that I did see on here, the Godskin duo thing, uh, I would not consider them the it get good boss because those guys are stupid easy. (laughs) Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they stupid easy? There we go. There's there's probably a good topic. So, like, Dark Souls 1, there's always Ornstein and Smo, who, or Smog, as McCoy likes to say. I like to say his name's Smo. But okay. they they always have those like iconic bosses, and I feel like the long-standing narrative at this point for Elden Ring is just Millennia is the she is quintessential the get, good boss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get good boss. But I was just curious. But besides Millennia, were there any other bosses that you would feel could be iconic to the game? alongside millennia or is it just kind of like all other elden ring bosses and then millennia is just on another no uh malekith i think is up there oh yeah i was thinking the first two margit i was thinking margit he's i mean he is definitely like a skill check especially for like players who don't maybe understand the soul style of games yeah i feel like as a first i guess he's not technically the first boss but he kind of i mean he's like the first major boss that you fight I mean, it, it's 100% intentional, because mm-hmm. the, like, the first thing you do is, like, you t- if you talk to the white mask guy, he's like, go to the castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It even says, like, also the grace points you to the castle. 
go to the castle. So anybody new player would be like, okay. Yeah. And they walk up there and they're like, oh, my first boss. Okay. This will probably be a little bit challenging, but I can probably do this. And he just wipes the floor with you. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, oh. Yeah. And then you either uninstall the game <laughs> or, you or get you're good. like, I, I probably need to go south. Yeah. But I also thought, like, I remember, at least my memory of McCoy beating Margaret the first time. Zoe, you watched a bunch of those, right? Like, mm-hmm. it was, it was like, very much a Dark Souls boss. It was, like, a very elegant fight. Like, you, he had moves that you knew, could tell what they are, but he did a shit ton of damage, and you had to hit your dodges, and, like, you didn't do very much damage, but it was totally doable. Um, but it just, it was, yeah, it's a skill check. Yeah. Yeah. And you can kind of approach it however you want, but it's, it's, it's definitely a skill check. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's one of the most iconic ones ever, mm-hmm. at least when it comes to this game. Yeah, I mean, I'd say he's harder probably than, like, Godric. Yeah. To a certain degree. Yeah. I just hate Godric, personally. I just think he's, like, a disgusting... Oh, he's gross. <laughs> he's both gross, but also his moveset's gross, and, like, I don't like dodging it, and, like, yeah, fuck fair. that guy. So do you, do you think Radon... I feel like the narrative at the beginning of the game probably was Probably early Radon, Radon yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, Radon as well. But mm-hmm. they patched him, I guess, to be easier in a way and so since then i haven't really heard radon being like the boss as one of my you know? uh i really enjoyed watching afro senju xl play this game because he's hilarious uh his youtube videos and as the way he put it they made radon's hitbox a little less racist that's the way he put it yeah <laughs> why did he put it that way because <laughs> he's a black guy yeah. He just, like, always jokes about this stuff. He's so funny. I highly recommend watching his Okay, playthrough. that's awesome. You show me a little yeah. bit. He is funny, He's bro. so funny. Yeah, he just has such a pure, like, enjoyment of the game. Like, the first time he got hit with one of the fucking Radon arrows, he was like, God damn, like, just, yeah. like, just real reactions. He like, was the guy that, like, oh, this guy hits like my father. Dude, I can't believe he oh said God. that. I know, and you're like, it's the same thing with Elena earlier. It's like, you can say that, not me. Exactly. <laughs> you just, like, walk away, you know? Like, but. I don't know how much of it is true, but it's just so funny. Oh, it's not he's so charismatic. He's so funny. Yeah, he's just funny, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I would consider. I mean, that's the thing too is I never fought him pre-nerf, so I don't know the exact extent of how like tough he was. But it sounds like he was pretty infamous. Yeah. So I've fought in him post-nerf, and then like post that like slight buff they gave him when they said they nerfed him too hard. They said that they accidentally nerfed portions of him, like it was a glitch or it was unintentional. And I don't know how much of that is true, but he went from OP, allegedly, which, again, I didn't face either. Yeah, that's, like, that's one of the ones. I will say, I fought Millennia during that brief period where she was bugged and she could heal even if she didn't hit you. Oh, that's That was some bullshit. That is... (laughs) That is... I beat her, but that was some bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Watching Gabe be like, hey, just beat Millennia, you little scrub. I've done it four (laughs) times on every single character. What, buff another time, you little fucking... Like, it was just unbelievable. Um, I was so BM, because, like, the second, like, McCoy was like, hey, man, I finally beat the game. I was like, but you didn't kill Millennia. <laughs> and I was like, Elena, tell him that's not okay to say to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, I, so, so, so the thing with Radon is that he had a weird balance history in, in the era that we played. He's I, also, like, the most unique fight, I would say. Yeah. And just that, like, it's like you summon NPCs to help you. Yeah. But in doing so, you actually increase his health. But mm-hmm. you know what it actually is, you guys? Just to answer your question, like, these are all things that are super... But but I think the boss rush at the end is just such an awesome send-off for the fucking game. Yeah. Like, the fact that they're, like, boss into boss into boss into boss. And, like, some of the bosses, like, they 
die and then their next phase is a whole nother boss of a different style Mm -hmm. like i would say like you like like i think maybe specifically zoe and maybe you elena like you got you've at least you've seen it and i'm sure zoe's seen in some speedruns and stuff but you owe yourself to at least be in a weird fucking fighting those guys is so you gotta be ready Mm -hmm. yeah i mean especially like the first time like you beat uh, radagon i was like fuck that was kind of annoying but at least I beat him. And just immediately drops you into L and the Beast. I'm like, fuck! Exactly. <laughs> they were incredible challenges. Um, but really fun. And I thought, like, not necessarily the hardest bosses of the game. Like, Millennia is an optional boss. That's what's really worth noting about her. She mm-hmm. is not required to beat this game. Excuse me. She's required to beat this game if you want Gabe to respect you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't want to get trash talked. Yeah, if you don't want to get trash talked, which I could hear literally coming from both Elena and Gabe instantaneously. I didn't say anything. I agree with them. <laughs> Fair. See, Raphael put in the work. Yeah, he did. Um, but the thing is, like, I would just say, like, they did a really nice job of, they are hard boss fights at the end, but they are not the hardest boss fights you've ever fought. Um, they do require a lot of focus on a lot of strength and a lot of stamina. Ah, strength, yeah, exactly. The stat. Hunga bunga, baby. Hunga bunga, yeah. But, but they just require a lot of like discipline, and they're not necessarily the fastest guys ever. They're not necessarily like, the cheesiest guys ever. But they just like have, I think, really fun Dark Souls fights. Yeah. Like back to back to back, and I would I would say that with Malaketh first, uh, like as in like first in the boss rush, and then it's what like fucking. Elden Lord, fucking Horalu, and then it's fucking. Are you talking in like a in specific order, like sequence? Okay, like kind of like when you'd play. Yeah, him. it's Malaketh, and then it's Godfrey who turns into Horalu, and then it's. Yo, you forget my man Gideon in there. Is he? I thought he was he's after. First. Oh yeah, he's Gideon. first. Yeah, so he's part of the boss rush. Yeah, yeah I yeah, love yeah. Gideon. We yeah. never do him though because he's so easy. You don't even do him. Well, no, I mean we don't do him in like the summoning, like summoning your friends. We just kill him and then like okay now we start with Godfrey. Oh no, <laughs> damn. That's harsh. That's yeah. harsh in peace. I forgot that he was there. Exactly. Oh, Everyone fuck. forgets about him because he's so whatever. Poor Gideon. Because he walks in and he's like, "It was I all along. I am the true Elden Lord." You just destroy him and move on. <laughs> that makes me feel bad for him. I'm gonna he be sucks. nice to him in my playthrough. You should be nice. We well, realize he's the guy that sends uh that dude after you. What dude? You probably haven't gone there yet, but there, you know that guy that leans up against the wall that you get the, the, uh, the edge the emote from oh, the board? Yeah, the yeah, edge right. yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, so then after you go to that area and fight that boss, next time you go back to the round table, you go into a special round table where it's all dark, and that dude invades you and tries to kill you. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. You probably haven't yeah. done it yet. So I think, okay, Elaine, I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. What happened here was... Did I fall asleep? No. <laughs> I wish that even spiritually I could somehow put this on you, but what happened was you were at work <gasps> and I was upgrading a weapon and I went back to the round table hold and this motherfucker invaded me and I was like, how do I pull the plug? No, it's content. You did it without me. And so I was like, fuck, I need to quit. And I was like, maybe I should die. And I'm like, but maybe something bad happens if I die. So I dumpstered that kid. And then I moved on. <laughs> Honestly, later, you're really not missing anything. <laughs> I'll do it in my own game. I'll yeah, he's, he's so whatever. Yeah. So that's that's basically how that went down. The only neat thing is when you kill him, you get his armor. <laughs> what? I said the only neat thing is when you kill him, you get his armor. Mm. That's about mm. it. But it's a terrible armor. It's a, I mean, I used it for a bit, but then, like, yeah, you get better armor. <laughs> it's it, it's just terrible-looking armor. It's, like, got that rotten fucking aesthetic. 
Yeah. This game has such a cool aesthetic, but also such a disgustingly evil. That's every rotten. Dark Souls game, though. No, but Dark My Souls Three was this game has so many armors, and so many of them are just awful. <laughs> so many of them are awful. Gabe's like, "Hey, you could try this. It's from one of my favorite boss fights ever." And I'm like, "That is literally the worst thing I've ever seen." <laughs> He's like, no, "But I will I'm just say, throwing out options." <laughs> no, and I appreciate that, by the way. Um, but what I will say is, when you actually end up like beating some of these special bosses, I think you really do have a different appreciation for the armor. Like when I beat Malakath, I was like, "I liked this armor before. I liked it okay, but it really is special to me now because it was such a cool fucking boss fight." Malakath well, was like was with so like cool. Millennia's armor. Like you look at her and she's like so awesome. Yeah. And then you kill her and you get her armor and like I give it to Elena and she put it on. We're both kind of like, oh, it doesn't look as good. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't have her. Yeah, it's not the same. I agree. Okay, I don't think we, okay. okay. We've been talking about bosses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think we should do a boss tier. I would just like to hear everyone's favorite bosses. Okay. Someone can start. Okay. I'll start. Okay. I believe his name is Radagon. He's the guy with the hammer. He's the guy who was featured in that awesome fucking Michael Bay cut at the beginning of this fucking <laughs> epic episode, okay? But the thing about him that I love so much is his music is so epic. It's so It's the it's the menu music. It's the menu it's the main yeah. menu theme. It's the menu music with a twist. Yeah. Yeah. With a fi it's like the final fight version or something. You have arrived sort of twist. And it is just joyous. And by the way, his fight is very reasonable. He does not, except there's maybe one move he does where he sends out the three uh, light projectiles. Then maybe that one is very fast and you need to react that one with Honestly, a prediction. Honestly, my least favorite move he does is when he does that little teleport. Yes. It's so nothing, but it's always when I'm running up doing a jumping attack and he just teleports and it hurts you. And I'm like, come on, man. No, that one is literally, so he, he has, I want to say three phases, but they're not specific phases in the sense that you get any telegraph for it. It's that he feels as if he's slowly gaining power as he loses health. It's like he starts using new moves. Well, he starts... So, yeah, exactly. But they're they're building off of the previous moves. Like, he starts with, like, a three-piece combo, but they aren't AoEs on the hammer. And then in some point in time... <laughs> and then suddenly they are. <laughs> suddenly they light up, and then they go AoE on the hammer, and you're like, oh, shit, I better dodge that. And he starts with this, like, cone in front of you that you just, like, walk out, and you're like, huh, nerd, and you, like, hit him. <laughs> and then he does this Elden Ring symbol on the ground that just fucking... It's half the battlefield, and you're like, ah! Like, fucking full running. Like, you're... Like, I'm literally sitting there, bloodhound stepping, like, 14 times to get out of this thing. And that's why it's, it's important for PvP. Or PvE, sorry. Um, but his fight is... It's just a fun fight. Like, I really appreciate the fact that he's not super fast. He's slow, but he just, he's a god. He's unstoppable. You, at least for a dex character, I don't know if the strength character is different, but I'm not staggering this guy. Like, he, I don't think you can stagger him, really. I, I don't think so either. Maybe you can. If you, if you can, it, it's very high resistance. Yeah. It's just, he is going to do what he is going to do. You just cannot get hit. Yeah. That's it. He has fair openings. He has fair string ends with, with recovery time. You just can't get any of that cheesy bullshit where you hit him in the face and he just flinches. Like, no. Yeah. Well, then once you learn that, like, every Estus you use on him is one less you get to use for, like, the Elden, Lord, or mm -hmm. Elden Beast. Right. You have to play it clean. Yeah. And the Elden Beast is, is, I think, a really awesome second half of that. I know you... That's where we differ. I think Elden Beast is my least favorite fight. No! <laughs> How could you say that about the elf? It's like fighting Puff the Magic Dragon, dude. It's stupid. 
honestly, that's one of my biggest disappointments. Is like there's so many cool bosses building up to the end, and then you just fight this like dumb, round ass dragon. <laughs> Not even a yeah. dragon, but yeah, some this it, it seems like so like whatever. But it's beautiful, Gabe. I mean, it's it's beautiful looking, but I also hate it as mainly a melee character. He just like flies around. He spends half the fight just like flying around or swimming. Yeah, he's like swimming away from you and then yeah. like, goes up into the sky and mm-hmm. then there's a bunch of circles for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I, learned how to, I learned how to dodge yeah, the yeah. circles. Yeah, I mean, it's cool to dodge him, but you spend like three quarters of the fight just trying to run to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't disagree with that. But I will say it's a really interesting, beautiful thing where I beat Radagon for the first time kind of like you where i was completely taxed on my resources yeah but i beat him and i'm like fair play bow not exactly it's mostly like panic as this like fucking buff yourself I mean, I spent, like, like more attempts on radagon than I did Elden beast it was like radagon took me like i don't know six or seven tries and Elden beast took me like two yeah yeah but the thing is like i remember beating him and not having any shit left and just going to the next phase and being like oh I'm going to need to save some stuff for this. Because yeah. at least at first, I think you can dodge, dodge like a lot of stuff. Elden Beast is not particularly hard. Except there are a couple of moves that feel like... It almost feels like they're Estus checks. Where it's like, I've seen people dodge them. But I'm like, I can just get hit with this every single time that they do it. Like that one the that one does that like... just like spamming stars at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. Million yeah, stars. yeah. yeah I like, hate dude. that one and the one where he shoots like homing stars at you. And they just follow you around for like five minutes. <laughs> And you're like, no. <laughs> you're like, please go away. Yeah. Yes. So that felt like an Estus check where it was like, not only do you need to beat Radagon, you need to beat Radagon clean. And I know, I you know like, what it is. It's a Bloodhound <laughs> step check. It is, bro. And honestly, Bloodhound step looks so fucking amazing when this giant beast does this, like, what feels like multiple mile long swing of that sword. Like, he lifts it up and he just covers the whole battlefield. He can hit everyone. And you Bloodhound step through that. Because you're running straight at him. I mean, that's so easy to roll, but yeah. It's incredibly easy to roll. But Bloodhound Step doesn't stop your forward momentum. Yeah, true. And that's why it's awesome. It's like you're sprinting full speed, and then you just Bloodhound Step through it, and you continue this relentless pursuit of that. Like you said, you're doing some real Naruto shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that boss fight. And I just want to give a huge shout out to it because I think it was such a fantastic end and a huge shout out to fucking Sophie who was here when we beat the game and she literally was like, hey, and she had watched so much of us play. We'd made so many like Saturday events of like Elena and Sophie are just going to watch on a beanbag chair and we're going to play. It was so fun. Um, but basically she was like, yo, this is like so fun. We did like, we, I mean, like, four, three, four weekends maybe of this. We did like a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they were just like helping me with builds and they mostly just helping me with like movesets and just enjoying the game and like looking around and Honestly, I asked the question, where am I supposed to go like a hundred times a session? <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? Please help me. Um, but she was like, yo, I got to go to riding lessons like right now. So this is like your last chance. And I remember being like, I am literally going to give this last chance everything I have. Everything I have. I'm going to try to hit Super Saiyan levels of performance here. And I remember literally she's standing up fully prepared to go to a riding lesson. All of her bags are in her hands, sitting at the door of my room. And I beat the game just like that. And it was just like this, like, yes, fuck yes. Because like, it was like, it was not just that I beat it, but it was the most important time when the audience needed it to be done. The curtain was called. What ending did you choose? Choose is a very interesting <laughs> word for my understanding of the ending of this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know. I got to sit on the throne. Everyone does that. I, I, That's like almost no. every ending. 
No, they don't. Do you know about the endings? Maybe you sit on the throne, but it's not like the main feature of... You do for every endings. ending except for two. So I guess you do it for four of the endings. Two of them you don't. There are five endings. Oh, six endings? Six endings. You guys know about this shit? There's a seventh one that's like, was scrapped, but people data mined it. Hmm. Wow. So, Rafael, you surely must know about the endings because you have to get these all for achievements. Are there an achievement for every ending? No, there's a for achievement every only ending. for three. I see. Uh, so there's like the Frenzied Flame one which is the one I got because uh, I didn't find Millicent behind that one bush, and so <laughs> I wasn't able to purge the Frenzied Flame. <laughs> um, Fair. There's the Elden Lord ending achievement, which is, I think, the one you got, and then there's the Age of Stars, the one you get through Ronnie's quests. That's the one I'm going oh, for. Shout great. out to Ronnie. That's my playthrough. Mm-hmm. I'm not, obviously not there yet, but that is my plan. Respect it. How do you feel about the four hands? Four arms I thing. think they're super cool. Okay sick i, I like how it. she like holds them she's very yeah like the only she... thing i hate is her like second ghost phase what i didn't You've notice that, that until i was doing my own playthrough because when we played it as mccoy and i like, we played on this big screen that's kind of far away from us like a tv and i think without my glasses on i just couldn't see her second face but I, then i started playing it myself and i was like what the fuck yeah does this bitch have two faces she yeah i was has... like oh she's beautiful what is that yeah. <laughs> now she's got two faces that's such an Elden Ring thing. Yeah. That's such an Elden Ring thing. My God. Okay. Um, other, hey, wait, other favorite other bosses. bosses. Yeah. Next. Jump in. Um, I guess mine was actually the Ancestor Spirit. Oh. Uh, it's not, oh, it's yeah. not the, like one of the harder boss fights. I think in terms of like challenge, uh, Millennia was definitely the one that was like challenging, although it was also a bit frustrating. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the ancestor spirit though that was just like a really well-designed fight and i i especially liked it like the second time around when it started like using other animals movesets like it does a fucking goat roll on you at one point what <laughs> yokes have fucked that part where it just like runs away and heals <laughs> <laughs> yeah this this is such a good job Raphael, because this is one of the most beautiful experiential fights in the game for sure it probably is the most beautiful experiential fight that exists and that's why I like Elden Beast is because it kind of has a, a, a bit of that energy. Mm-hmm. But but this is the pinnacle right here. Yeah. Totally agreed. I don't like it because I'm still confused about why we had to kill it. Oh, but well. I did really like the fight and I like the creature. It's a... This game is a hunter's game. Do you know what I mean by that? Like Yeah, we've talked about it on previous episodes. You kill what you love in this game. <laughs> <laughs> you had to kill it as the boss health bar. <laughs> I mean that's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah. Fair. Any other any other bosses people want to shout out? I'm trying to think what my favorite is. I think I think Radon's definitely up there. Mine's actually Godric, quite honestly. That's only a because take. I well, but I love it due to how disgusting it is. <laughs> like, you hear all about this like grafting and everything throughout the game, and it never really hit me just how grotesque it was until Godric's fight. When yeah. that dragon head gets like sewn onto his arm. Yeah, and it's like fucked up. I was completely repulsed by it, but I also was just like, This is some lore shit, guys. <laughs> this is great. But also, I mean I granted I'm not like I'm probably only like about a quarter of the bosses through this game at this point, but Godric's like boss fight theme song is probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs 
in the game so far. Like, it is just... I mean, besides, like, the obvious title music, because I don't think anything can, like, really, like, match up with the level of epicness, but Godric's boss fight music is just, like, really intense. Like, I was just listening to a whole, like, YouTube playlist of Elden Ring boss fight music and that one i was just like oh this is so epic that's awesome <laughs> like we're fighting a king <laughs> yeah i completely i completely agree with that i just i just god he's so fucking disgusting and his anime <laughs> levels are just off the charts dude that's true. I, I love his yelling and that you have to experience it every single time you find out with the rah, like yeah. bear witness and it's hilarious watching speedrunners go through just because he monologues so fucking much in an anime way that like the speedrunners just slaughter him before he can get through half of his lines i love it bro <laughs> i love it like they, especially because like the people who talk the most shit are at like the beginning of the game and they were really hard at the time, but we just, like, dumpster them now. And it's just this <laughs> weird, like, flex of, like, yeah, Godric, talk some shit. Because, like, for instance, the first thing you learn about his second phase after he did all this caressing of that fucking dragon skull and pulled out the fucking body is he's going to do this flamethrower attack. And what people do is they just run straight at him and hit him and go underneath the flamethrower. That's the play. And that is just, I would say, the quintessential way to understand what it is like to know the fight and do it again. It's mm -hmm. like, he's like... I, you know, he said, I don't know what he monologues, but he says all his monologues shit, right? And you're just like, all right. And you just run through and just hit him underneath that. And he's just like, oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> you bested me. <laughs> Bear witness. Exactly. Is there any takers, any takers for Horalu, the fighting game oh, character? Oh, that was so fun. I love, I love, it's not my favorite one, but I love that. It was just so unexpected. To be fighting, well, because you fight him as Godfrey first. Like, you first fight him as the Elden Lord, this, like, big, massive armor guy with the big sword. And, like, very, like, much fits into the, the, the fantasy realm. And then at roughly half, basically his second phase, he transforms into, <laughs> into his... WWE Smackdown. Yes! And it's hilarious. And <laughs> yeah. he has these, like, just, like, WWE, like... Beyond, yeah. like, WWE, yeah. like, f like fighting game moves where, like, he does, like, all these grabs that, like, send you way up into the air and then slam you down. I was a big fan. He looks just I like a... What's I found that fight, like, really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't actually fight him, so I'm not saying it's not annoying, but, like, visually and just in terms of, like, unexpected it's thing to find in the middle of a Dark that, Souls game. stomp move. Oh, yeah. 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 And, like, all the grabs, it... I don't know. They're just like yeah. they're super punishing, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, and I found them quite hard to read as well because he's just like always sort of stomping around with mm -hmm. both hands out, and it's like, okay, what is he gonna do? I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, I've I've learned to see it, and I feel like I've learned to see it with most bosses. But like, I just remember he really caught me a bunch of times. Like mm -hmm. ones where I'm like, I'm not even mad. Like you know what I mean? Like he comes at you with one thing, and you're like, cool, I'm gonna roll it here, and you're like. Oh, no. No, that was actually intentional. Okay. I'm in the air now. Oh, I'm dead. And there's one where, you, like, he'll chase you, right? And you, like, run. And then he, like, does a stomp or something. Or, like, a grab. And then you roll. And you're like, sick. Now I asked this? And you look at him. He's like, nah. And he jumps at you again. And you're like, no way. And you roll that. And, okay, now I asked this? And he's like, nah. And he just... Dude, there was only one where I, I think I rolled him like 12 times in a row. And he just would not let me ask this. And I'm like, please, please, God. I have one of three, please. I can't. 
so yeah he was also really fun um to play with multiple people because we were playing them in like a new game three or something (laughs) and like so it was hard and you know i'm like i've barely beaten the game once so i'm like barely doing any damage or whatever but it was just fun because he does some like ground smashes and stuff and like brian was calling out like there's a second like be ready yeah and i just oh that just gives me the fucking juices that i need (laughs) when all three what a fucking phrase (laughs) because when all three of us are literally standing fully dialed in in that moment waiting for that second roll like (laughs) i love when mccoy gets that mccoy juice going (laughs) it's so fun um, I usually get caught with the second one. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm swinging. I'm already swinging. I'm like, listen, boys, I'm going down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds stupid, but seriously, honestly, there's some real shenanigans like that. And I, I mean, that... even fights are, like, really annoying. Get a lot more fun when you have, like, friends. Yeah, totally. And you're just communicating. So I would say there is something really to be said for playing the game alone, and I have absolutely loved the victory that I have brought home to my fucking family, okay? The fucking scalps that I have had alone. No fucking mimic tier. No fucking... bringing home the runes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yo, I got the runes. That, that's what I... Yeah, exactly. I, I don't even do my real job. I just rune farm. <laughs> I bring home the virtual runes. Yo, they need to make this a currency. <laughs> no, but... um, But, like, seriously, like, there's a real victory to playing it yourself. And I love that. And I respect anyone who wants to do that and anyone who wants to take on that challenge. I, like, I love that. But I will also say, like, these are really fun to fight as a group as well there's also if you you can really stack the odds against you like we did um from our friend alan he just did like a he was essentially twinking so he stayed at level 40 god so we went all the way into the the capital into the sewers to fight mog yeah at level 40 3x scaling oh it's disgusting so brian and i got scaled down to level 40 mog was three times the health and like damage yeah and you're not supposed to fight that guy level 40. Yeah. So we were doing that for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And honestly, I want to be on one of those sessions like so badly because there's what there's the Elena sessions where it's like somehow the numbers are in our favor and it's like this dude is scaled down to level 40. <laughs> it just gets stomped on. And then there's the ones where it's like literally everyone's giving everything they got. And dude, it's just funny because like, 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 especially with you and Brian, right? And this is the same in Halo, by the way. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but when Gabe and Brian, so usually Gabe's pretty quiet, but specifically when Brian will like die in Halo, he will calm like a dying person is calming. (laughs) (laughs) And it is like, it is just, it's so ridiculous. So like, you'll be in this fight and you'll be like, he got me. Like, like, damn boys, like we're going down. And you're like, Brian, seriously, like it's fine. You died, it's fine. But there's just the way that he's like, like oh like like you know what i mean like His death noises make me laugh yeah right like it's like like he like literally got hit in the chest like yeah. oh, like oh, i'm going down like it's just oh it's so good and i i just i love that because it's like there's all this like machismo around the game and there's all this like skill and there's all this get good and i love all that and at the end of the day in these three action anagan fests all of us are getting hit bro yeah. all of us are getting clapped by random shit because we're just it's just so much chaos going on i mean when we did uh like three man millennia I got cocky, and she got me. She did. I remember that. That that gives me joy that you're human. And there's just it, there's also that shame of when you're the host and you die. Uh-huh. You're just like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So McCoy, overall, you're thinking like a meh. Yeah. 
I, I have a few more bosses I want to call out, actually. Oh, nice. Go for it. Uh, yeah, so I, I also found the, the fire giant fun, uh, fight pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smacks you this toboggan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also uh, Dragon Lord Placidus X. I was going to say, his mm. fight's really fun. Cool. Is that like the hidden boss yes. that you, yeah. that you yeah. transport to? Yes. Okay, yeah, he was cool. Cool call out. Yeah, that Where fight he's just, is like, like floating in the air uh, at the start, and then you approach, and like, he yeah. does, has like a bunch of like, uh, sort of like dissolving into mist, and then he'll he'll poof again. And... His fucking drive bys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That fight's like pure chaos, and I love it. He's like dodging like giant chunks of lightning, mm-hmm. and like that move where he like gets really far away and then shoots his, like giant laser beams, and he sets off like a fucking nuke. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It is insane. <laughs> And even the cutscene leaving up to it is so badass, where it like reverses time yeah. and like the the crumbling Azula mm-hmm. like kind of puts itself back together. It's a very I very love cool that he's a secret boss, but I'm also like it's almost a shame that he's a secret boss because yeah. such a cool boss, and like I think not a lot of people know about him. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that they're just relying on the community to get it out there. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I I hope so. Um, he's awesome. It's it's a it's a good thing. It just it's reminding me of Malaketh again. I fucking love Malaketh. We've already talked about Malaketh, right? But like that mm-hmm. fight was so cool. It's pretty fun. God yeah. damn. Um, I will and say. I guess... oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I guess the the last one I wanted to call out was the, um, the first Crucible Knight fight. I think that was actually mm. when I, I had the the best balance of like, feeling like I I had a mechanical challenge of like learning this boss fight and, overcoming it. Mm-hmm. yeah you called that one out to me and you were like hey this is pretty early in all of our fights like this is a good fight and i remember fighting it and being like kind of frustrated because i can't stagger this guy at all and all sorts of shit but i but it stuck in my head and without a doubt like the crucible knight fight is is one of the recurring sort of like operas of this of this of this mm-hmm. game like it is one reused asset <laughs> okay i want to fucking talk about that point really quickly which is that yes there is a lot of quote reused content in this game right no doubt right especially when you think of the crypts and stuff and you think of you know it's an open world and as far as they tried to get away from some of the other open world tropes there there is reused stuff like you do fright the crucible knight a bunch Mm -hmm. of times in a bunch of different forms and you do in fact go to a bunch of different dungeons or whatever the fuck you want to call them totally fine the thing is first of all for the dungeons, they do really cool changes to them that kind of freak you out. Like, they fuck with your expectations. Like, there's that one dungeon that, like, you're, like, you think you're just going in circles forever, but you're actually not because, like, there's little things different every time. Like, there's, like, a glove wart. Flower. Are you talking about the one where you go through trap chests? Hmm. I don't think so. I'm talking about the one where, like... Because fuck that one. <laughs> <laughs> which one's that bro uh ariza side tomb or something it's an altus plateau it is awful <laughs> it, it's really a, a maze there's like multiple instances of like almost the same area and it's really hard to tell like which one am i in it's like wait i thought i like picked up an item here but i can pick it up again and then you realize it's like oh there's like another copy of the area yeah, there's like three copies of the area, and it's all just navigating via trap chests. Okay, so then maybe that is what I'm thinking about. All I know is, it, is it the one where you kill these enemies, and then you go to another instance of the area, and there are dead versions of the enemies, but they're not the ones you killed? Maybe. Is it imps? No, it's like those big guys that do the un, the unpoisonable kick move. 
Thun Interruptible Kick. Oh, moments. no. I know which one you're talking about. No, it's not that one. It's not that one? No, because the other one, this one is like, the one uh, Raphael and I are talking about is like all imps. I feel like I've not even done this I one. I don't think we've done this one. Holy fuck. That's awesome. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the best that we didn't find it. Oh, that's sick, bro. And, and I can I can take you to it if you want to do it. I, I do. I do. I absolutely do. Um, but Also, I that's the only uh, catacomb that you cannot summon a friend for. Interesting. It's a torture dungeon. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Write that down, Elena. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like for real, like, and, and that's something that I was actually discussing with Zoe earlier today about this game and about how, like, you know, when we were first playing this game, like we were trying to like, you know, learn everything ourselves. And I do think that's a valuable exercise and I truly enjoyed doing that. But what I've kind of learned about this game is that it's kind of like when you see, I don't know if you ever heard people talk about this when they talk about bodybuilders you seen bodybuilders, but you know what I mean? They're just insanely ripped and usually, like, surprisingly tan. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they don't actually have any real strength. Yeah, I mean, surely they have some real strength. I mean, some, but they're mostly working, like, porn muscles, as they're called. Porn muscles? Yeah, because the ones that you can see that, like, look good. I want porn muscles. Um, <laughs> well, get to Get to, get to bodybuilding. Yeah. No, 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 but the thing is, right, like, you... you <laughs> I don't want bodybuilders. What the fuck are they talking about? God damn it. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure where you were going oh, with that Oh, fuck. One. It was so good. It was just like... Um, it was off of me saying uh, recycled content in a facetious manner. Yeah, exactly. That's like pretty far along. That's a long time ago. I will say on that point, though, on the recycled content point, though, it's like I really appreciate fighting these guys again. Oh, fuck it. I remember what I was thinking about. What I was saying is that the criticism of bodybuilders, not of bodybuilders, but of when someone first starts working out. I've heard this like nine times because the amount of times, you listen, guys, I'm not an expert in working out, but I am an expert in starting working out for the ninth time. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm fucking pro level at like the early game of working out. I am literally god tier. <laughs> Mid game? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. Don't listen yeah, to me. Same here. But I've fucking gone on and off that train like a hundred times in my life. And so I know. And so the point of it Oh, God. Why do I have to just... I just keep laughing too hard. This is literally unfair. But the point is, okay, when you say that, you say to yourself... People often tell this to me. I don't want to look like a bodybuilder. That's what they say. I don't want to look like... People come to you and say that. They do, and I'm like, listen, thank you, fake created (laughs) story in my head. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, but like... I, the, you say that, and, and the, the, the answer, the real answer is, you cannot accidentally become a bodybuilder. It is not something that, like, ooh, you worked out a little too hard a couple of times, and accidentally you're too big. That does not happen. You have to really put in a lot of effort to be a bodybuilder. Now, maybe you don't want to be that. Totally fine. Maybe you do. Totally fine. But you cannot accidentally do so. I'm really excited to see where this point's going. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. Um a lot of pressure (laughs) no but this is what i learned about this game is that i was really nervous about spoilers and nervous about learning things that i hadn't discovered myself about the game and i still think there is a beauty to having a lot of mystery when it comes to the game but just like being a bodybuilder you cannot accidentally stumble upon the information it would take to understand this game yeah you have to work to get that information and that's what i've learned I have read so many wiki pages. I have had so many conversations with all of my friends about builds and weapons. And I've watched all sorts of people stream different stuff. And I have, and I've watched PVP videos and I've watched build videos and I'm soaking all this information up and I am trying my absolute best to understand this game. And I've still got a lot of work to do. 
and whether or not I choose to do that work or just play Halo is up to me. Um, but the point is, you can The only takeaway I took from this game is that Radagon is America. <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> and that strength go bonk. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, we, the three people in what, so we're sitting in this room playing that fight and we still had to watch a video and we're like, wait a second, Radagon's America? Like none of us picked up on that yeah, my from assessment. just watching the, from just the fight. We had we all had to watch a lore video. If you do Gold Mask's quest, you actually learn that. I see. Beforehand. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where you change the statue? Yeah. That's cool. And you respect your entire build just to change the statue. Yep. Like, this was the worst thing I've ever done. Um <laughs> I did the exact same thing. <laughs> um I just saw a YouTube video. But it was so funny because I literally had the most like stereotypical fucking like because I'm not an Ungabunga character, but I am the Ungabunga equivalent of Dex. Okay, <laughs> so it's worse in every way. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like you know, Except you tried for it earlier. Speed. You tried it earlier. Uh, smooth brain. Yeah. That's how I am in Dex. Because like, I remember when when Merica becomes Radagon or whatever the fuck. I was just like, Yo, we're fighting this person, but at the last screen they had tits though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much our entire understanding. And I was like, Can anyone elaborate further? And we were like. <laughs> McCoy's just like a monkey is like where boobs go. <laughs> yeah, like they gone, bro. What is up with this, dude? We went from fighting this like chained lady, like this chained on a rune arc. Did you so- notice that their hair changed too? What now? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, I did, I did, I did. Um, but that that felt like a test that a girlfriend would put on you, like, notice anything different? <laughs> did you get your hair cut? Fuck, like I mean it'd be pretty noticeable if your girlfriend suddenly became a man. <laughs> I think it would. <laughs> But the thing is, like, I turn in there and I'm like, wait, guys, we're fighting Thor. But the previous scene was not Thor. Okay, listen, I don't claim to understand the story, but that is different. Yeah. Right? And people were like, yeah, let's watch a Thor video. <laughs> like, that was literally how that went down. That was good. My favorite cutscene in this game is the start to Renala's fight where you walk into a dark library and trip on a woman just on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh. And she looks at you with real creepy eyes. She does. It's a very mm-hmm. creepy game. I would say that's also, I think, one of my favorite fights is because it's so different. Renala? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so different from a lot of the other fights. Um, and also, just because it scarred me at the very beginning, but there are minor bosses, but the uh, the watchdogs. Mm-hmm. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> just because you, like, walk mm-hmm. in. The first one, I mean, any any of them you encounter, but the first time you encounter them, you walk in, and it's just, like has these creepy eyes just looks at you yeah and this creepy face and then just like starts floating <laughs> and you're just like oh fuck. <laughs> yeah either it floats or like gets up on his two legs and starts walking yeah. like that's unnatural <laughs> the yeah. watchdog definitely scarred me too yeah uh, i mean so that was like game. i was playing it as the wretch and i hadn't figured out how to level up yet <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> so i was just fighting it with my club I think it was like the first piece of content I did was actually like one of those uh, uh, catacombs. Raphael was playing game. Resident Evil 7. <laughs> oh my god. You're like, yo, you guys, I, I know that like this game's supposed to be hard and stuff, but I feel like I should be able to level. Is this unreasonable? <laughs> I mean, it was doable without leveling up. Like, it wasn't. I was stuck for a little while, but not like, not, like that long. Were you doing Maybe the world's hour? first soul level one speed run <laughs> no <laughs> just unintentionally in your save probably not a speed run but definitely a run <laughs> definitely a run oh my god i will say like those guys oh that's giving me a look as i pour more don't worry we're on the closing we're on the closing laps 
it's like the 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 fucking horse race they watched over the weekend. It's gonna end in thirty seconds from now. It's not like that, but that was hilarious. There was literally you guys. What was that thing called? The Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby? Derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched <laughs> it. We watched the Kentucky. <laughs> we watched the Kentucky Derby. No, seriously. And and we watched this. And it was Raphael's literally... probably in Kentucky. Yeah, I think it was in Kentucky. That would make sense to me. They played like the Kentucky anthem, which I've never heard before, and they played it like they'd heard it before. <laughs> And, dude, I was literally, like, I've never seen so many people dressed up like slave traders. Like, it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. Okay, if you think that is, look at a screenshot from this. Seriously. Because they're all using old-fashioned garb from, like, the back in the day where they have, like, the crazy. Like, trust me, trust me. Just look at a screenshot and tell me I am not wrong They all look like this. Colonel Sanders. They do. They all look like Colonel Sanders and whoever Colonel Sanders' wife would be at that time. Like, that is who they all look like. And it's hilarious and lovely, and they love the sport, and it's, like, a lovely thing. But I will say, they've really struggled but been working on how to make the Kentucky Derby modern content. How do they do it? I don't know. The race is 48 seconds long, and so they just do a three-hour lead-up <laughs> where they interview fucking, like, some dude's aunt. Like, <laughs> like am I wrong, Alina? They're like, they're like, you're – you – were alive at the time that this person you, raced. You're here in Kentucky. What are your thoughts? It's, right. Am I wrong? I enjoyed it. Oh, it's awesome. No, listen, I greatly recommend you should see it, but I just think, like, watching them try to make content out of this thing, it's like, this is the first year that fucking, I don't know, and they would, like, grab random people, and there'd be, like, grandchildren around, and the grandchildren would be, like, freaking out because there's a camera, and, like, one of them, like, literally, like, whispers to their mom, like, I have to pee, like, in the middle of, like, the interview and shit. It's just, like... <laughs> It's pure. It's pure. It's very American. It's very pure. I, no, listen, I loved it, but it's just they literally do like three hour interviews. And then they have this graphic up on screen where it's like <laughs> it's like 10 people's names and who they're voting for, who they think, who they're rooting for and betting odds. That's the other thing. The betting odds are all over this. You look at the horses and it's like 15 one. And I'm like, Dan, that horse has won 15 times and lost once. It's like, no, that, those are the odds. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. <laughs> Oh, McCoy. I was like, all these horses win all the time, but they've all lost once. That's <laughs> really odd. <laughs> nope. Oh, God. Yeah, of course, it's got a great KDA. It's got a great K- A win rate is, like, really insane. Oh, um, McCoy, my sweet summer child. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they guys, they literally have a graphic on screen where there's ten people's names, like, like, like Jill, Bob, fucking Dave. Like, I have no idea. Maybe these people are, like, legends in the community. Like, yeah, maybe they're, I'm like, the equivalent sure. of, like, Day 9 or something. But there's just, like, <laughs> names there, and they're just like, I'm voting on tomorrow is today. And, like... <laughs> The day nine of the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I'm serious. It must exist. Like, but, but for real, like, it is. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. You have to watch this. Like, this is the what you want to see in life. Like, like you can again. I've said this a million times. You can just watch the recommended YouTube algorithm, or you can watch something really different. Yo, fuck Elden Ring. Let's talk about the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. It was amazing. And us trying to refresh a fucking incognito browser browser to get into fucking ABC's fucking streaming service for their 30 minutes for free. And we just kept refreshing. And then they were just like, all right, and we're going up to you. Like, this is, it was like, I don't know. It was cute, man. It's a community. Like, there was like people there. They're like, this guy is Joe Bob or something. And he's like, it's like, it's like, he's like 70 and he just vote. He's just a better. And he's been betting for like, a hundred years and they just ask him who he's going to vote for. Um, 
I will say spoilers for the Kentucky Derby, there was an incredible result, which was someone who wasn't even supposed to race. Someone who literally the Friday before, that's four days or something, before was not even on the ballot. Their odds were not calculated in the odds matrix. They won. So all I'm saying is, if you put like $1,000 on it, <laughs> I think you would have made like 80 grand. I think it was like literally like 80 to one. Um, so it was unfortunate that I didn't do that. But <laughs> but anyways, it oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. Any more? Any more? This has been Kentucky Derby <laughs> Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck it. We should do a Kentucky Derby. Because, okay, listen. Zoe, be honest with me. The Kentucky Derby, right? There's a lot of hype, okay? And there's a lot of, like, storylines, like, Japan made their first, like, local horse or something. <laughs> I'm, I have to admit, I'm really impressed with how much you absorbed from that broadcast. I did not think you were going to retain that information. Yo, that shit was the most novel shit I've seen in a fucking minute, brother. Like, it was awesome. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, you know, Valorant games can be long. Like this race was like three and a half minutes. That is on a budget for time. Do you know what I'm saying? You could, I could catch up on the history of this sport in an afternoon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying it's your favorite sport, but I'm just saying. Can't do the same with Elden Ring. That's that's <laughs> absolutely right. Oh, Elden Ring. Should we talk about Elden Ring? <laughs> Never fair. heard of it. Fair, Go ahead fair, and this one back. Fair, fair. Um, write in if you think we should do a, a Kentucky Derby podcast. <laughs> McQuay, are you Please are no. you aware the Kentucky Derby only runs once a year? I love that. There was way too many Valorant games this year. Like, I need something. I just need <laughs> so we can create a monopoly on the podcast market for the Kentucky Derby. I would. I'll. I'll dress like those fucking. I will oh do boy. that. I will dress like they dress, and I will fucking trundle out someone's grandkid. <laughs> to fucking hang on to my hand as we walk. I love the idea of you interviewing people here in California about the Kentucky Derby and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, where is that? You guys, people know about the Kentucky Derby. It's a big thing. I watch it every year. Mm-hmm. Does no one else do this? No, I do. Yeah, it's the Kentucky no. Derby. No. <laughs> did I not do a good job with the synopsis of it, though? Be real. You did great. They're like, really, truly. I, I'm impressed. Again, you retained way more information than I was expecting. It was honestly awesome. No lie. Because it's an ancient esport in a way. <laughs> really not an esport, McCoy. No, it is, though. That might it's be just... the stupidest, most brilliant thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I think just stupid. Oh, you guys, listen. We're operating on the last fumes of my being today. Let's rate this bitch. Okay. Yeah. It's let's time. Let's rate this before McCoy blacks out. Is there anything anyone else <laughs> wanted to bring up or talk about? Yo, but for real, Don't though, give me am up. I not murdering? Come on. You're doing great. Come on. <laughs> okay. I think McCoy has to go last, so somebody else has to go first. So I'll actually go first. Great. Because I want to posit that I don't want to rate this game. Raise it up yet. Make your case. I... I have not finished this game. I'm not even halfway through this game. Like I said, I've just created, you know, 30 minutes before the podcast started, I've created and have a build in mind now for finishing this game. I've got, you know, the, the, the fires of Gondor have been lit. Mm-hmm. And all my <laughs> friends are like, Gondor calls for aid. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, sweet. I can call on you guys if I need help. 
So that's what I'm expecting. <laughs> yeah, we can get you done in like two days. <laughs> yeah, and it's not yep. <laughs> Gondor calls for aid. It's Gondor rather is suggesting that Gondor should roll in with Gondor's <laughs> army and fuck your game up. <laughs> so you can see the credits and respect. Listen, hey, but, when you do the boss rush, so bro, if you're to. inviting people, I want to be a part of that shit. I'm just saying. Okay, <laughs> I'm so glad you're now into yeah, the sorry. boss rush. Oh, no, yeah, okay. Sorry, go on. No, but I guess my whole thing is so far, I'd say two thumbs up with what I've experienced so far, but that is not final. I will wait. I'll do my own personal Zoe edit, like, I don't know, two years from now when I actually finish the game. Nice. I'll be like, oh yeah, by the way, <laughs> Cold Star or whatever. We're playing Dark Souls 7 or something, Bloodborne <laughs> 9 or something. And you're right. like, yo, Elden Ring's pretty good. We're like, the fuck is that? Was that on Game Boy? The fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Respect. No, nah, Zoe, clear your schedule this weekend. Let's go. Yeah, Brian Hell told yeah. me that they could get me through the the entire game in like five hours if I was willing to do it that way. Easy. I was really? not. Easy, dog. Oh, my God. Do you think really, like, like honestly, like, like jokes aside, like, you take Zoe and or Elena to the end game from the start in how many hours? I mean, if everything goes smoothly, five hours is doable. Really? I mean, yeah, we're just going for, like, bosses you have to kill. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just, you beeline. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how many times we get invaded. Hmm. That too. Oh, but the invasions are just, like, the spices of life on top. They're pretty fun. Oh, my God. The amount of times that, like, you get a deserved tea bag, Like, oh, it's just... I was telling this to a guy I was playing Valorant with, and he was just like, dude, have you been playing Elden Ring? And I was like... You fell into my trap. You should not have suggested <laughs> Elden Ring to me because you're going to have a three-hour fucking podcast. That's what you're going to fucking have. But he was just like, yeah, like, is it fun? And I was like, dude, it is so fun. It is so fun. And I was like, and he actually was having some of the same reservations that we've all had at times. He was like, yo, like, I'm not sure if I like this game. Like, it's kind of weird. It doesn't really feel like Dark Souls to me. It does. But it feels like, you know, more like like a grafted experience you know he didn't say that word but like honestly and um i was just like listen man listen you just don't understand you know you just aren't ready you need big smash and little slash <laughs> i can't believe i was able to recall that name god damn it took me so hard in my mind i paused for like half a year to remember that anyways okay so who's gonna who's gonna be the first one to review this right it was zoe just went no no, no she, she she said she opted no well okay but she all right. Also, James was first. True. Fuck. He was Shout first like two hours ago. Yo, James has been really, really quiet and disciplined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really thankful for him just not jumping in. All right, all right, all right. So then, who wants to go next? Someone jump forward. Anyone? I'll call um, Raphael. Oh, sure. Okay. So, I mean, like, big surprise. This is also a, a gold star for me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed the entire game. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't a perfect game for me. Like I I had had some complaints, but <laughs> it was a lot of fun and it was really a, a special experience. Like I think the the whole open world aspect of it was done really well. Um, and yeah, I I didn't know that if I was ready uh, for another like souls-like game 
because like in the past I've I've played them and then when I'm done with them I'm like okay let me check back in a year and see mm-hmm. if I'm ready ready for that sort of experience again yeah. and it had been a few years uh so but I was ready and it was great so yeah gold star listen if you're doing your fucking achievement runs and you want help need is not the right term Raphael is a demon he was the first among the cork podcast crew after gabe got um fired (laughs) 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 but he was like the first in like literally just dumpstering this game and i had pride issues around that because he was using a strength build and i didn't respect that but at the end of the day the results attacks jump attack (laughs) it's true yo listen when i beat millennia i had the jump talisman on i just want you to know that that's how far (laughs) i'm so proud of you mccoy (laughs) and they're not even that good with the katana but like whatever um the dual katanas but yeah like i think he was like the first one out of our crew to like really strong arm this game and just go and i think because keep in mind gabe got in late gabe got in late he hadn't played for like not only did i get in late I only paid thirty dollars for the game. Brian <laughs> bought me the other half. Yeah, because Brian was like, "All right, what is it gonna take to get you in?" And you're like, "I guess I'll go, but I'll just wait or whatever." And then literally, Tyler, shout out to Tyler. He's a great like he's a he's a good friend of ours, but also like he's in your your kind of crew, and he's like a Souls veteran style player, and he's like taking his time with the game, just like me. He's enjoying the game, and then Gabe comes in late, and then Gabe laps this guy like four times, so much so that. He stopped playing. He like bless his heart. He literally stopped playing, and I called him like, "Yo, are you okay?" Like, <laughs> like, like they took this from you, Gabe. Like, like they took your game from you. Are you okay? And he's like, "Listen, I've come to terms with it." <laughs> it was so funny, man. Dude, Tyler's hilarious, bro. And then he showed me a bunch of airsoft footage, and was awesome. But like, it really, it really was. Awesome. They use tracers. Not important. Let's stay on topic. I say to myself, as <laughs> okay. No, but for real, um. Gabe got in late, and so the first person that was literally strong arming this game was Raphael. For sure. For sure. He found um, many of the, I would consider the strongest weapons in the game, like the Greatsword, which is technically a colossal weapon. He found that. That is still, to this day, ridiculously meta in PvP and in That's PvP. That's what I use now. I use two, two of them with Blood Affinity. That's disgusting. That's nice. disgusting. Each of them has 122 bleed. That is just, that's just wrong. So, Raphael, when you, if, if, you don't need. That's what I'm. That's my whole point. You don't need, but if you want to grab some motherfuckers for some boss fights while you get some achievements, hit some hit a motherfucker up. Let's do. Let's do it. We're ready. You have a okay. selection to choose from. You yeah. do. Brian will say some we'll weird do. shit, but <laughs> Brian will tell a story about. Brian's how a weird guy, but yeah, he'll contribute something. He will. <laughs> so fair. Nice. Anything else? You can choose to pass, or you can say more things, or what do you want? Ah, let's pass to Gabe. All right. Gabe, do you remember how this works? Gabe's about to wreck. Do you need us to explain the system to you again? Oh, I like that. All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna channel Adam. (laughs) Oh, oh! How dare you? You want to talk about getting fired? (laughs) (laughs) Rest in peace. (laughs) I'll get political. Like three out of thirty-seven hundred eighty million fucking. You remember that shit? You remember? Yeah, I remember it, dude. That's my favorite thing is being a podcaster. Honestly, my favorite thing that I have. Tr- I, I, I want to claim that I knew this before I was a podcaster, but I didn't really know. I knew a little, but it's just that people will come up to you and and talk to you about a point you were making like six years ago. 
and they will talk to you like you just said it because in their car that last week you just said that shit but to you they're like dude i really agree with you on this one point about or like not even sometimes i'll just be like i have a sneaking suspicion adam has not changed his views on those things well that's fair but it's just it's just funny to me because like dude i have to literally re-listen to those podcasts to even understand what anyone even really actually said you know (laughs) what i mean myself anyone and so people will come to me like yo i think like something to really add on to like what you were saying and i think you were kind of missing at the time but is interesting and it's kind of in your wheelhouse is this and i'll just be like what Like, who are you? I don't even know who the fuck you are. And I feel so bad because people will write in and stuff and be like, yo, this podcast from two years ago, you guys fucking murdered. I'm really happy about it. And I'm like, can you give me the cliff notes? Like, <laughs> in the fucking response? Because I have no idea. You just be like, we played that game? Yeah, wait. Starseed, what? <laughs> no, we're never going back to that. Dude, Keenan commented on one of the Instagram, like, fuck Starseed Pilgrim. And I was like, yo. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, but on- honestly, like, I just did, I didn't know that before, like because you put your soul onto a fucking recording, and then someone just plays it at any time in a totally asynchronous fashion, and then they talk to you like you are a being that has any semblance of memory, and you're just like, dude, what are you talking about? I, mean, I actually, quick side note, I actually finally listened to the uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm episode two podcast, mm-hmm. so I finally listened to what you guys gave me for the. <laughs> For the rating, it was pretty good. So tell us about this, because I literally, again, have no yeah. idea what the fuck you're talking about. I didn't know what it was, because like, I, I texted Elena my review of it, and then just sent it off. I was like, I don't even know if she got in time or whatever. But it was funny hearing yeah. you guys just read off a Steam a Steam <laughs> review. Like, that's, what, that's Gabe. <laughs> but then, last second, Elena's being like, okay, actually, he texted me, so here's his actual review. Mm-hmm. But, Yeah. So what's your actual review for Elden Ring? Oh, Elden Ring, right. uh, you know, part of me, a lot of me wants to give it a gold star. Mm-hmm. A lot of me also wants to just give it two thumbs. But I'm going to lean to the side of gold star. Because oh. this game is, there's so much good in this game. Uh, I've had an amazing time just building characters, traveling through the world, fighting bosses, having fantastic unique experiences with my friends and i mean this is such a unique game and like that you can just like have your friends and you just fight like these ridiculous bosses that are just like super hard or just like super wild or whatever but um you know everyone's gonna say this game is amazing flawless 10 out of 10 but i think we need to acknowledge some shortcomings okay and i think it's a disservice to this game to say it's a 10 out of 10 because I think from software has some areas where they can improve. Okay. And then if they improved those areas, then like the next game they make would truly be like 10 out of 10 flawless. Like what? Uh, first of all, stability. This game crashes all the fucking time for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is something that by the way, this is literally the way it goes. I think I, I, I cannot explain to you the technical of it, but if I said to you a term like, memory leak or something you'd be like mccoy you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you'd be right but (laughs) here's what i mean i played like 90 hours of this game without a fucking crash and then and then it started oh god what is that are we live we'll see how this is going did we lose the call they're probably talking on the recording right now hello (laughs) what happened hello are we alive 
you, I think you've been cutting out. Your internet's starting to go. <laughs> oh, yep. oh no! There it goes again. Oh, oh no! Guys, my internet's phasing, and this is a sign we have to wrap I... this bad boy real quick. Yeah. Well, this is just like when we play Elden Ring. <laughs> this is exciting. Oh, true. Elden Ring, well, literally, Elden Ring is making my computer overheat and die or something. I don't know what it is, but I am literally losing sanity. My computer is falling apart. I've reinstalled Discord like four times. <laughs> like, it is it is not good, you guys. Well, it's um, okay. We got the local recording. Anyways, I'll just quickly finish up. The game yeah. crashes a lot for me, even before, like, getting endgame. Uh, the multiplayer is super fun, but super jank at the same time. Um, and there's other areas to get into, like reused assets. There's a point to be made for it and a point to be made against it. I think they maybe did a little too much reusing, but I don't blame them for doing it because there's a lot of stuff to fill. Uh, as far as like the difficulty jump, I've seen a lot of people complain about that. I personally didn't think it was that bad, but whatever. Um and then, fuck, what was my last point? Uh, Gripes about the game. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to go through. There was one more I had. Um, the quests, maybe? Yes. Yes, the quests. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. And this could be argued for, like, a, a personal standpoint of, like, some people love this super vague they do. quest design. They do. So I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and demand that From Software should change it but just me personally i'm not a fan yeah fair but it's just something that i suffer through because i acknowledge that that's pretty much a staple of the soul series now this will have some side quests and granted this game probably had the most side quests Mm -hmm. yeah but they're all just like super vague and super easy to fail and i personally don't think that's good quest design but i'm willing to just suffer through it because i know it's the game yeah it's the way miyazaki does things and all of the fanboys are just gonna tell me to get good (laughs) yeah and I think, listen, I didn't also know. fuck off. Yeah, Elden Beast. I think it's the horrible, <laughs> horrible end boss. No, but why Elden Beast? Whatever. The music is so nice. <laughs> and when you hit it, it sounds like you're hitting glass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the buildup was just so incredible. Like feed, defeating uh, Radagon was so awesome, and the Elden Beast are just like, hey kids. I know. <laughs> Dude, listen fucking podcaster hard mode is literally us trying to describe people's bosses because it's like fucking it's like margot and that's like margot and then it's like godfrey and then it's Godric, also they should have had a bunch of different names in this game because all using the same letter is it's just disgusting awful. radagon radon radagon Renala. this is wrong melina <laughs> melania <laughs> no seriously no, but it's not. It's not Melania. It's like, and I'm curious Melina. if that's Miyazaki or if that was a little more George R. R. Martin. <laughs> Listen, I think they both need to answer for this. This shit is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, absolutely. And I will say, like, having played a lot more and started more characters, question mark might be related to it as well. I've definitely experienced a lot of crashes, and when you do PvP, it's like I've gotten into like a ritual where I summon someone and then I don't touch the controller. Yeah. Because I think you shouldn't move your character. One of the worst things is trying to summon somebody. The summon fails, but the game still is trying to summon them. Right. And you're just stuck in this, like, limbo where you can't use your horse. You uh, can't, like, resummon anybody or try to resummon. And you actually cannot quit the game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's you right. You literally have to alt F4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you reopen it. And then the game yells at you like Mr. Rossetti from Animal Crossing. <laughs> It really does. It looks at you and it's like, hey, when you quit the game, 
you know, it, it, it does like what Riot does. When yeah, the first game's like, Solo uh, you didn't close the game properly. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and you're like, you, you fucked didn't. me. Yeah, you crashed the fucking game. I hit force quit, which was the only thing I could do. Yep. No, it's 100% true. And I, I think there's nothing more patronizing or whatever than a code, like a piece of program that tells you something that... <laughs> thought it was right at the time when it was made but is wrong in the moment (laughs) there's nothing nothing more um yeah and i i've experienced all of these i've experienced uh, and also poor hitboxes for for netco when for online i I just it it really is something that i I think this game is like so unique the experience is so unique especially the pvp but the technical like drawbacks are just like very upsetting and really take away from like the fantastic experience you could be having Right. Like I said, when it works, it's amazing. Right. But when it doesn't work, you really notice. I saw somebody put it as like, this game is like a f- masterpiece or like a, a great piece of art or something. But then once you get close and you notice the cracks, they're like really apparent. Mm-hmm. So like the, the small things really take away from the great experience. Yeah. And I will note they delayed this game by many months. And so they were really trying not to fucking whatever that fucking game was cyberpunk us they were really trying not to <laughs> cyberpunk us but at the end of the day this is the biggest thing it was a cyber ever... prank cyber it's just a cyber prank bro exactly <laughs> um i think it's just never not funny to make fun of the, the the mentality it's just a prank bro because that is the most embarrassing thing i've ever seen on the internet okay except for actually we don't need to get to this but zoe did show me a video today that may rival that another podcast um but look this is the biggest thing they've ever done by, like, not even close. I give them huge credit for that. Yeah. It's almost an MMO in a way. Yeah. I mean, it's their biggest game they've ever made, both, like, figuratively and literally, in, like, landmass scale. Yeah. And obviously that's going to come with some, like, you know, growing pains and, like, issues they're going to run into that they normally have never really faced before. Yeah. And I commend them for the progress they made and, like, the way they were able to kind of over or get over some of those hurdles. Like, you know, they have some reused assets and there's a point to be made against it, point to be made for it, whatever. Uh, but you do have to, at the end of the day, commend them for this massive leap they did. Yeah. Like for me, like the only thing that I can kind of think of the same regard is like when, like World of Warcraft, hmm. when Warcraft jumped from a very simple RTS to oh. suddenly a massive MMO. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of like what happened here is Dark Souls is always a very linear experience. Pretty big maps, but still linear. Then they jump to this massive open world. And that's like, you know, that should be applauded. Yeah. And I commend them greatly for doing this, despite the flaws. But but at the end of the day, like, there's a bunch of, like... But there are flaws. And there's I think some flaws in Jenga. It's a that. disservice for, for the fanboys to be like, no, flawless game. Yeah. From Software can do no wrong. And I think they can do wrong, and they do. And if they fix the wrong, they could be making actually flawless games. I completely mm-hmm. agree. And that's why I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I will actually leave it. But first we have to get to Elena. Your own system? No, we first have to get to Elena. Yeah, I mean, I am going to give it a gold star. I don't really have a whole lot to say about it anymore, Like to be honest. I don't know if it's like, yeah. kind of late or if I'm just like, We've all talked it out so much. I think it's a great game. I agree with every point the game just made, basically, of, like, yeah, the quest design is not my preference. I think it is um, purposefully obtuse and difficult. And But, like, you know, I just have a guide to how to make Ronnie like me 
pulled up on my phone. And I'm just going <laughs> to go with it that guide. way. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I think when like we first started playing this game, at least for McCoy and I, like, we've played all the other Dark Souls. I've watched him play all the other Dark Souls games. Um, and this, like, Elden Ring delivered that experience for us. And, like, we had that Dark Souls experience with it obviously very different and like humongous like so much bigger than we were expecting like i think too like if you think back to when we first started playing this game and we we're like trying to plan it for the podcast we were like yeah like three weeks we should be done with it like that's kind of the yeah. the length of time we thought it would be and it ended up being so much bigger than that and so much more than that and it's clearly for like for you mccoy and like for gabe like sparked so much like pvp and like builds and things that have like never really been in dark souls games before necessarily in the same way um and that's really cool and i think it succeeded at what it was trying to do i think it's really i think it's a great game for the million reasons we talked about and i'm i really enjoyed watching mccoy play it and i'm really enjoying my own bizarre version of a playthrough now that i'm getting to do it like i love lions clawing things and i'm really (laughs) enjoying just rolling through it and playing it in a really different way than I would have ever expected to play a Souls-like game. Um, so, cool star. Done. I think it speaks volumes that you watched McCoy fully play through the game, beat it, and then you still wanted to go play it yourself. But it's yeah. so different. Yeah. I think that's, like, I, I don't know how to quite... I, don't, I think I've tried to express it a couple times in this podcast, and I don't quite, quite how to do it, but, like, it's so different going from a single-person playthrough where you're truly, like, doing all the exploring. It's your first time. You don't know what's going on it's this huge open world and like you're doing everything by yourself to like my playthrough now feels totally new and different to me. And I, because I've seen someone play it before, I kind of have the option to like play as much as I want and then be like, all right, fuck this shit though. I'm not going to beat Ronnie by myself. Like let's go get some, (laughs) or um, Ranala. Like I, it's just, it's so, it's so incredibly different to play it with people. It's such a different experience that it's, it is the same game, but it's, it's like, double your fun or something i don't yeah. know the phrases for that no i, mean, I feel the same yeah. way because like i never had yeah i haven't played like a ton of the souls games uh but like played all the way through like dark souls 3 mm-hmm. and i never had the urge to go back and replay it after i'd beaten it mm. but with elden ring i have the urge because there's like so many different play styles that you can do mm. and that's like i think very uh a very like you know appealing thing to have mm-hmm. um and even like for like for magic alone like magic in dark souls for me was always like super whatever like yeah. it seems very uninteresting yeah agreed but in this game it's like very exciting and unique mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they clearly so successfully opened it up a ton yeah um, like yeah all right mccoy bring us home Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. No. No. I had the community timing for the pause and everything. God damn it. Come on. You guys, listen. I'm really. Beautiful. Listen, listen, listen. Listen. How many Elden Rings do you give this Elden Ring game? Uh, listen, I've been trying to time my drinks in such a way <laughs> that I can land this bad boy home, but I may have misjudged something. <laughs> and I'll do the best I can. But listen to me. Listen to me. Elden Ring. Or otherwise known, Elden Ling. What did I say? <laughs> yeah, Elden yeah. Ling. Yeah. Oh God. Elden Zergrush. Elden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Ling's like Zer- Oh, that's awesome. 
Elden Ring is a flawless masterpiece, and it has zero flaws, and there is nothing wrong with this game, and the netcode is perfect, and I've never crashed, and all of the quests made sense to me the first time, and I've never been hit. Okay? That's what I believe about this Mm -hmm. game. And I just... If you really take it back to when I was a child, okay? I... Elena, steady. You fucking give me a motherfucking face. Calm yourself. I gave you a face too. You just couldn't see it. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't get both those faces at once. I would have been able to sustain myself. But you see, I watched a bunch of my very best friends um, play World of Warcraft during its zeitgeist. Gabe, Matt, um, but even like likes of like Andrew and Alex and like all sorts of like strange friends. I'm okay. I'm just naming people's just names. Just doxing the whole friend group. I'm not doxing. All right, all right, not important. Um, steady, <laughs> steady. But I watched a lot of my friends, my close friends, and even like you know acquaintances and stuff play World of Warcraft, and it was a really special experience because it was the first MMO that really hit the crew and the gaming sphere that I was a part of. That's the way to describe it, and it was good. And, I mean, Gabe, you still play that to this day sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. You've been putting it down a little bit recently because of Elden Ring or what? Yeah. Yeah. But you, it's always back if you want to come back. I mean, yeah, that's the beauty of it. Mm. It's always there. Yeah. But I watched that, and my mom read an article in the New York Times that said that um, World of Warcraft was killing the youth. <laughs> and, listen, I look at Gabe and... I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, I am so. I'm. I just wanted one more wreck before I. I'm sorry. Um, thank you for being back. By the way, you fucking murdered this podcast. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Um, but what I mean is just like, dude. Like, I had to sit by and watch as one of the most powerful and life imprinting moments of, of all time in video games passed me by in a way, and I got to try it and test it but i mostly just got to watch it at the fucking when i was sitting at fucking matt's waterbed or we were over at your house bringing matt's computer over and playing it um and i just like i i I think that was one of the most beautiful experiences that's ever existed in gaming and i still enjoy those stories today and i still want to bring together all those people i just listed that i just doxxed and i want to make a world of warcraft podcast and i want us to re like retrospect on that i want us to look back but yeah, 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 yeah. It was steady, motherfuckers. But I was here for Elden Ring. I was here on the ground floor for this launching of, like, a essentially a Dark Souls MMO with no endgame. And it's it's awesome. And I have truly, truly loved digging into it. And I've truly loved having all sorts of different varied experiences in this game. Elena, you've seen the fucking McCoy versus the world. I'm buffing 1800 times before a boss fight and getting and feeding and complaining and then losing <laughs> my sanity and then saying Dex is bad and then going over to Gabe and essentially feeling inadequate in all sorts of different <laughs> ways. And I, this all happened to me and you got to saw that. So that was really interesting, interesting, exciting. I also got to see a bunch of other people in this podcast um, that were really enjoying like their own different builds. And I also got to experience like a lot of the co-op and like PVP and, 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 and PVE co-op experiences we've had. And I've really got to experience it all now um, in many different ways. And it's all from the core foundation of a, a gameplay rule set that I'm comfortable with, like dodges and attacks and shit like that. My builds never do that much fucking damage, but I at least am not necessarily just hard feeding. Although no lie, when we when we co-op as three, 
I get hit way too much because I'm so distracted by, like, there's so much shit going on. There's, like, a dragon fucking erupting fire scarlet rod, and then there's fucking, like, Brian's calling the second attack of a fucking... And I'm just, like, lost, but... I really love that. There's like no stakes to it, and I just but get. But you to... love seeing those yellow bars. Oh, I love seeing the yellow bars. That's why sometimes, I'll just emote in the back. Hell yeah. <laughs> because Gabe does yellow bars all of his own, bro. Like, yeah. Um, but I've enjoyed you know trying random builds. I've enjoyed the the very few moments where I've had something that I knew about a YouTube video that I watched that that Gabe didn't know and I got to feed it back like hey if you're going for a bleed build you should really try this. I won't do it cuz it's total bullshit but since you love the yellow bars <laughs> you should try it. You know like this sort of stuff I I love it. I love I love that I've had all of those different experiences with this game. I love the fact that it's ruined every other video game for me. I love the fact that I've literally like basically practically lost my job off this game. Just kidding. <laughs> but like you know what I mean? Like I've literally like sat there and people are like, "Hey, let's hang out." And I'm like, "You just aren't as good as Elden Ring. Like what do you want from me?" And I've I've said that to closest friends of mine. I love that. That's awesome because that means Elden Ring came to fucking play. And, and and fucking my friends were just like treating this shit like it was just a normal hangout and i was like listen you can't cut it these guys fucking worked 15 years on this game it's fucking amazing so okay i say all this just to say i was i was here for elden ring and i got to enjoy it in all the different facets i got to watch the dark souls um youtube channels that had been literally hustling hustling for years and had almost no recognition but were famous in the community i got to watch them explode i got to watch them become what is household names in the Elden Ring universe, which is one of the most successful video games of all time at this point. It's literally the skyscraper of video games. It's, it's with every passing day, games become shorter in lifespan because people's attention span are just gone and the next game comes out and like, you know, someone spent 15 years on a game and it releases tomorrow and that's really exciting, but someone spent 16 years on a game and it releases the day after. And like this, this news cycle is so fast. But Elden Ring has literally taken every other game and put it to fucking shame. I don't care how big your fucking company is. I don't care how small your company is. I don't know how great your idea is. I don't know how terrible your idea is. I don't care. Elden Ring has literally just commanded thy kneel to every other game in all of existence. Like right now. It is funny seeing other game devs get salty about that. Really? Yeah. That's awesome get better kid exactly get good just kidding listen there's been plenty of other developers that are doing amazing stuff but listen your game is an elder ring i literally watched videos on youtubes that were about other games and i was like the graphics are all right but it's not elden ring and i was like did i just compare this indie game to an elden ring like like seriously did i just really do that is that really fair and i just sat there and i was like it's not fair but i'm not gonna play your 2d fucking souls like right now because elden ring is here and so, okay, okay, I'll bring it home. But I just mean, seriously, this thing has literally torn open the gaming space, even with all the flaws that I think are super fair that Gabe and other people have outlined. It's super fair. This game is completely flawed, and it is still so much better than anything that's even remotely close. Like, I cannot even wait for the fucking earning calls in a year from now when Call of Duty's blaming Elden Ring for getting stomped. Everyone is going to be blaming Elden Ring for getting stomped because they have literally nothing. The companies here, our Ubisofts and our fucking EAs that are supposed to be our fucking capitalist champions, these guys have no creative anything 
in comparison to this. They are literally bankrupt husks of game companies compared to this, in my opinion. And um, I'm just very thankful to have been so versed in this in this discipline to be ready to come to this with my, you know, purple belt and blackie. I got to come to this game and, and train and I'm very thankful. So I think it's a gold star for me. I'm very excited for DLC and I'm very excited for more PvP. And I'm also just very excited for someday slowing down, going outside, pausing, and just contemplating what life will be like after Elden Ring. And, and touching real grass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And touching real grass. And, um, okay. That might be it. We've laid it to rest. I mean, we're obviously all going to go play. I mean, not right now because it's really late, but like tomorrow. Tomorrow again with the Discord <laughs> call. Listen, Gabe's got items. I can upgrade that shit. We can get you hooked up. It's different out there. And, um, I don't know, man. It's incredible. This is literally incredible. And I, and I, not only is the game incredible, but fucking, I got to get Gabe back on the fucking podcast, man. And I got to hang with him random nights. And, like, that shit, that shit's hashtag rare. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is not every day. So, I'm really thankful for that. And thankful for everyone for listening to this podcast let's go let's come on let's be done (laughs) yeah right yep all right perfect hit the stop button